Public Radio's LossesTAVShow.com's game. You're listening to The Starting Block. Hey, welcome to The Starting Block for another week. You got the self-group. I'm trying my man. You know, there's the whereabouts of Kate Middleton in his spare room right next to Billy Ocean, my co-captain, Damo. How are we, sir? Very good, Greeno. Good evening to you boys, girls, listenership blockheads, millions around the world. Billy Ocean. That's a callback, That's a callback to, like, fucking, what, a joke from five years ago, maybe? Yeah. Billy Ocean. I, I was don't... back in the studio. Mm. I was back in your studio when we were doing Billy Ocean jokes. Yeah. <laughs> when no one else was, obviously. When no one else was. We were pioneers in the Billy Ocean genre. That's right. Wasn't uh, he living on my couch at one point? He was living on your couch for, yeah. I think it was like three weeks. We ran that gag. I yeah. forget, the, I forget the, the premise of it. I forget. While why he was playing it. at like the Rudy Hill RSL. Billy yeah, Ocean would stay like here that. in between gigs. He just yeah. crash and I went to Billy guy. He just, he's chilling at Damos. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> God. <laughs> What's the Kate Middleton uh, story? I don't know. I, I don't really. Oh, you haven't seen this. So I, I generally pay zero attention to the rules either. But mm. I, you know me, man, I do love a good conspiracy theory. Sure. So what has happened over the last uh, couple of weeks is it's come to people have noticed going, we have not seen Kate Middleton for like three months. Oh, she has she's a lizard. Out, good. She has flat out disappeared. Like okay. never, hasn't done anything in public, which is very different for a royal. She's out now, laying on a warm was, rock somewhere. Greener. Maybe Basket. now there was, yeah. I believe there was a royal funeral or royal death throughout the course of the week. Uh, now, Prince, uh, whatever one she's to be married one. to, Prince Charles is going to be dead soon, apparently. Yeah, looking. Prince Charles is almost dead. Uh, how about and, that? He had the longest apprenticeship in, in oh, look, history. everyone knew that was going to happen, right? It was yeah. like as soon as Charles gets the throne, he's gone. Have like a minute, yeah. and then he'll break his leg and, and die or something. That's fucking how it's going to be. Lady Books turned um, to me this afternoon and said, Prince Charles is dying of cancer, and I said, Oh, really? And I said, Oh, well, yeah. you know. Um, I said, well, he had a good run. And she looks at me and goes, did he really, though? <laughs> like, he had a good run. Not really. Mate, he, he had the best run ever. He had the apprentice's chair for the better part of, what, 50 years? Well, his whole life. He, um, his whole life. Yeah. And then he finally got the big job. He's like, ah, I've seen it now. I'll yeah. give that a miss. Yeah. I've done it. I've tried it. I'll pass. Clearly his mum was made of much sterner stuff, Greeno. Oh, 100%. They don't make them like they used to, you know. I definitely don't. No. Um, so anyway, there was a, a royal death uh, throughout the course of the week, okay. and uh, whoever she's married to, I don't, once again, I don't know royal stuff. Mm. Uh, he he chose to not attend the funeral, oh. but this all coincides with the fact that we haven't seen Princess Kate yes. for the better part of three months. She's not a princess, which, though. I don't think. I think isn't she a duchess? Oh, duchess, whatever she may be. Duchess. She's married yeah. to prince. A prince. But when they that make her a princess? No, that's not how it works, apparently. You gotta be part of the bloodline. You gotta be part of the incest. Thing. Correct. So yeah. she's a duchess. It's like Duchess because uh, she's the known. queen. Well, how how husband, let's, let's the queen? Hang on, hang on. It's like the queen, her husband was not a king. He was Prince Philip, right? Yeah, but what I'm saying is how how does how is Princess Diana Princess Diana? Well, she wasn't a princess. They they called her Princess Diana, but she technically wasn't a princess. I don't think. Well, I don't think, yeah. Yep. So anyway, no one's found this fucking princess in forever. So they're convinced that she's been uh, knocked off Princess Diana style. Yes. Uh, and it's all been swept under the rug mm. by the royal family, hoping no one will notice that a princess just disappeared. Yeah. <laughs> well, there we go. Know. Conspiracy theorists on well, the internet. Well That's done. fucking great. I love a good conspiracy theory. That's weird. I have no interest in royal family at all, but I love a good conspiracy theory. Hey, maybe she's, maybe she's like, well, I just want to live the normal life back in Tassie again. Fuck all this, you know. No, no, that's different. That's the other one. That's the uh, the Dutch one, isn't it? No, Kate Middleton's an Aussie. No, she isn't. Yes, she is. No, Princess Mary. Oh, no, now Queen Mary is fucking the Aussie one. And, oh, what's Mary's last name? Uh, Fredrickson? 
What? Uh, okay, can yeah. you, Jamie, can you pull that shit up? Please? Jamie, someone, yeah. you fucking pull it up, man. I'm the one giving you the answers. You look it up. <laughs> I know the answers. No, no, uh, the Middleton one, she's, yeah, she's just British lady. Is she? But yeah, Princess Mary, is the, she's the Tassie one. But that's, that's, that's Dutchland. Uh, uh, okay, yeah, Kate Middleton, originally from Berkshire, England. Okay. There you go. So there you go, Princess Mary. Princess Mary. Mary's the one. She's the Dutch, Dutch fucking queen now because uh her that guy's mum abdicated the throne and now he's the king oh, God. so queen, we have like an queen Australian Mary queen. Of Denmark okay. Denmark there you go and I fucking yeah that's okay so she's I'm the, good the Aussie one right okay yeah that's the one at the uh met met at literally one of the worst fucking pubs in Sydney during the 2000 Olympics mm. I believe it was the the ship in the ship in <laughs> Yeah, I think so. Or the slip in. Could be one of the two. Slip in. Oh, yeah. I remember the slip in. Yeah, that fucking was a dang, fucking dive. Fucking $25 place. cover charge, yeah, $19 for each beer. It was was terrible. that the place that would have cockroaches running around on the top of the bar when you were standing 100%. there waiting? Yeah, it fuck. It was a, good. a piece of shit, that place. Piece of shit. But it was very popular on a Friday night. Good so music there. Yeah. What do you do? When you're single, the hot ladies go there. You got to go there. Yeah. Um, so what do you do? Yeah. Can I some story place on the corner? Yeah, I was just thinking, yeah, so would you rather be a queen of England, a princess of England or a princess of Denmark? I think Denmark. I would rather be Denmark because you've got that whole Viking thing, you know, at the, yeah, the ceremonial thing. Yeah, well, at the ceremonial kind of get-togethers, you'd get to wear one of those helmets with the horns on it, Greeno. Yeah. It'd be fun. Very good. Yeah. You get a Viking funeral, just put on a put in a boat, float out to sea. It's all fucking good times. Fuck yeah, absolutely. That's how I want to go. Like, don't waste money. Like, don't waste money on fucking a funeral, on a, a coffin, yeah. all that kind of stuff. Just get yourself a dinghy yeah. and put me out in, like, you know, just out in the ocean. I'll be good. I've genuinely, Something. years and years and years ago, I made uh, the Lady Boogs promise to do that for me. Um, give Viking me a Viking funeral, funeral yeah. And we actually that. we actually got to the point of looking into it, and yeah. apparently it's illegal in Australia. It's illegal, yeah. Of course, but, like it, everything it, else. Who's going to stop you, man? It's, it's also illegal to fucking put ashes in the water too, but you fucking That's people right. do it. Well, I said, you know, I said, I don't give a fuck if it's illegal. I'm not going to get arrested, obviously. Yeah, you know, I'm dead. I'm fucking, fucking dead. Yeah. And not, they can't touch me. Yeah. Um, you know, but it's, it's like, yeah, we'll be right. We'll find a secluded beach somewhere. Mm-hmm. No one's going to give a fuck. You'll be right. Yeah. Just make sure you high tide. Push you out. The most difficult part is I need you to learn archery over the next 40 years because you have to, the, the proper way to do it is to send the boat out and then shoot the flaming arrow from the shoreline, Greeno, once the boat is okay. out into the ocean. Right. Now, right. that might we, be the tricky part. Because, we you know. are, no, 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 let's fucking, let's back up because we got some history with this. Hmm. If you recall our year five camp at Broken Bay, yeah. what was activity number one? Archery. Archery, baby. Yeah. So I'm going to reflect back on my uh, eight-year-old self. You'll potentially be a very old man with arthritis, though, at that point. I can still fucking fling it, fling an arrow. I, so. I'd be more comfortable if you brought in a ringer. You reckon? I don't want to float it's, out uh, there without being on fire. I'll never get into Valhalla, <laughs> Greeno. <laughs> just be a dead guy floating around in a dinghy. <laughs> floating in a dinghy, but that's fine. hundred years. That's good, though. Your fish food. That's good. I'll end up being dragged up by Somalian pirates off the fucking yeah. Cape, Greeno. You know, we can't have that. We can't have that. We'll sort something out. Yeah. Uh, we'll put a bunger in there, maybe. A Canberra bunger. style. Yeah. We'll get into Canberra. Yeah. Get some bungers. Get some fireworks. <laughs> and we'll let those fuckers well, it off. It shouldn't be fireworks. We don't want it to be a celebration. No, yeah. no, no. It's not a celebration. It's, it's, it's supposed one to be solemn. No, it is a celebration. No, I, I disagree with that. I yeah. feel every funeral should now be a celebration. Like, I've already set up. I've already told the, the Lady Garino. Yeah. 
Like, here's the list of songs I want. She's like, we can't play these at a funeral. I'm like, these what do you are mean? party songs, yeah. And she's like, these are all fucking like, yeah, these are like, like good songs. I'm like, yeah, that's the point. Like, yeah. fucking, if people come to my funeral, they need a fucking good playlist. Yeah, a bit of brown eyed girl, Greedo. I don't know. <laughs> fuck brown eyed girl. To get the fuck away with the brown eyed girl. Um, we're not at Panthers. Well, you so need karaoke favorites, Greedo, because you want everyone we to need, sing yeah. along. You know, Don't get me wrong, man. We're going to get some Footloose in there. We'll fucking Footloose. We'll pop that up. Footloose like, is a karaoke song. Nobody sings Footloose, a karaoke I sing, song. Ca- I sing Footloose. Yeah, but you're, you're a lunatic. You're the only one who does. <laughs> no one else no. does. It's not a it uh, it, Just because you do it doesn't mean it's a karaoke favourite, Greener. It's my karaoke favourite. Now, here's the thing as well. I'm also, we had this idea as a band back in the day. Sinister we Charlie's got at- a good suggestion, Greener. A bit of Smash Mouth at the funeral. <laughs> Might as well be walking on the sun. Now, here's the thing, though. We had an idea back when we were in a band. We wanted to have the first ever Nutbush Mosh, yeah. and we were going to cover the song Nutbush City Limits. That's right. I want to have the first funeral where people have to do the Nutbush. They have to stand up when they ball and, Nutbush. You can't be crying when you're like, we're number 19. It's going to be difficult to do that bit where you, you know, where you slap your knee and you turn around in the pews, Greeno, because there's not a lot of space. In there. They'll have well, to I'm, not a, I'm not a religious man, dude. It's gonna be like a, it's gonna be a park thing. It's gonna be like a festival. A festival in the park. Festival You'll have to get park. some kind of permit for that. I would have thought. We'll get a permit. Well, that's fucking. Well, I'm dead. I didn't give a fuck. Someone well, if they're not letting me do Valhalla, they're not gonna let yeah. you have a you know death party in the park, Green. It's not a death party. It's a fucking. It's, it's a, a death nut bush. It's a death nut. You can't bend. Like that'd be uh that'd be very un-Australian to not let people do the nutbush at a funeral. Can we rig so. you up like weekend at Bernie's so you can do the nutbush too? We get it fucking too. now. We're talking, mate. You're a fixer. You know nothing about death. I know nothing about funerals between us. We fixed it. <laughs> we get Greeno. Everybody, up. follow the dead guy. Dead Greeno gets up there, does a little fucking schoolhouse outhouse. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> gets the crowd into it, Greeno. Gets the crowd into it. Everyone yeah. follow the dead guy. Like, you know, if Jesus can be on a cross, Green, I can be up there fucking doing the nut push. You know, yeah. we can work it. I like it. And, it, like and it. then the end, at the end of the song, we put you in the hole. Mm-hmm. Just dump you in the hole. There's no hole. I'm getting set alight. Set alight in the park, Green. Well, we in definitely need a permit. We're going to have to. Have then, the no, 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 no. Back it up. Here's the thing, right? Once again, it's all about utilizing uh, what we've got mm. in the best way possible. We're going to set me a light and then we're going to uh, use it as like a bonfire. And then oh, people, right. Gather, kid, gather kiddos around Green. Yeah. Yeah. Kiddos can bring the marshmallows. I like it. Uh, Roast some marshmallows on the dead guy. We'll have the keg, the keg in the back. Would that uh, put a, would that put a, you know, an appealing or appetizing taste on the marshmallows, Greeno? Would it? You think? Well, if I put it in my will and people only get the inheritance if they do this, uh, I feel people will acknowledge my wishes. I think we'd have to at least shave the hair off you first because that's. I've got no hair, mate. I'm, I'm fucking bald, bald nice, ass. Body I'm almost, now, I'm almost now Bino here. The only thing you got to burn is my eyebrows, bro. We're, yeah, we're get sweet. rid of the eyebrows. What about the uh, pubic region? Are we all? Nah, already all covered, bro. Yep. Well, you covered. Clean. You covered. Wax that bad boy. Waxed Clean. off. <laughs> Fantastic. We'll get, yeah, because we'll get that nice and singed pubic hair at a dead guy. We don't want that on a marshmallow. Roasting. No. Yeah, that would no, be that's, good. That's no good. That's gonna be a that's gonna be a bad situation. Put a bad taste in everyone's mouth. Right. Uh, can I do a couple of quick story times if Please. I can, sir? I like stories if, if about seg- pinatas. If segway nicely, this show's been fucking off the rails for. Well, I've got to know forever. what that segway is from removing yeah, your you, pubic hair before being burned, you, so we can roast marshmallows gonna, over your corpse. You're gonna, That's you're, a hell of a segway. 
We're going to get to it and I'll fucking call it back. Okay. All right. So uh, we've, this show's been off the rails forever, but it's been more off the rails since uh, probably the last five or six weeks. It's more off the rails now. It's actually getting back onto rails, like a, a different rails. set of rails over there. So far off that we're back on there, we didn't realize. Uh, so about five weeks ago now was the start of my annual leave mm. that it was planning. And you know me, man, I love fucking activity, right? Yes. I fucking jam pack. My annual leave, we're just fucking like, I'm going to do all this shit and it's going to be amazing. So funny Dave, how like we're, we've been best mates since we're five years old, but we're so opposite and so we're so alike in so many ways. Like we think the same in so many ways, but then in other smaller ways, we're so different because my yeah. ideal holiday is to have nothing. Like, yeah. like a sign, I live my holidays like a Seinfeld episode. You know, yeah. what are you doing? Summer of nothing, George, maybe. Nothing. I'm just going to sit yeah. around and literally do nothing. I'll, yeah. I'll be too lazy to even watch movies. I'll sit there and flick through Netflix, you know, looking at the preview screens Eight hours. only. Yeah, I won't even – I've been known to do that. I've been known to spend a couple of hours just flicking through watching the shorts and not even watching the whole movie. It's like, you know, you know, Lady Books will be like, do you want to watch any of these? I'm like, nah, I'm just flicking, just looking through. She's like, well, do you want to watch this one? I'm like, nah, I can't be bothered. <laughs> you know, I'm just, just going to flick through and look at all the, all the movie posters in the streaming yeah. service. I'm not going to actually invest any time in watching it. No. You've seen, seen the previews? Happy days. Yeah, that's good enough for me. You know, yeah. it's probably shit anyway. You know, save exactly. myself a yeah. couple of hours Save there. Some time. Yeah, yeah. a couple more hours version. to flick around. Yeah, everyone's a winner. Yeah. So, so normally I jam pack shit with a whole bunch of stuff. Now this year I was even more motivated because if you remember the story time from like maybe last November, December, whatever it was, hmm. had a cholesterol issue yes. where I refused to be given pills and said, Fat "Hey man, boy, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm going to prove you wrong. I'm just going to fucking punch out some diet." And then, like, fucking get this cholesterol down without you giving me a pill just to shove it up big farmers' Fuck ass. you, doctor. What do you fucking yeah. know? what do you know? I'm going to fucking fix it myself. Big butter wouldn't um, lie to me. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So that was my plan for these holidays, like pump out as much exercise as humanly possible, God, uh, get that cholesterol level down. Terrible way to spend down. your holiday. That's how I like doing that, man. It brings me fucking joy. Awful. Fucking good endorphins, bro. Like, it just fucking it pumps me. I feel yeah. good. On holidays, I'm going to get up earlier. Fucking hell. You're no, no, you're not making up earlier. Like, it's, I'm yeah, going to get up early and run around a lot. Fuck. How awful. Doesn't work. What a disgusting, so what ended up happening is holiday. I've been doing that up to the lead up to my holiday. Mm. And day three of my, like, four weeks off, yep. I fucking blew out my knee. Nice. Nice game. And I was like. Oh, because you were putting in too much effort to pre-holiday. Because. Realistically, what ended up happening? I was in the gym. Trying to I should hit your have baseline. skipped. That's I should have skipped leg day. Yes. Because what happened is I fucking did leg day and I fucking blew out my knee. And I'm like, what the fuck is happening here? This is really painful. Like, mm. got a twinge, and I'm like, oh, admittedly, I have done like a ten kilometer bike ride, and I fucking did this, and I did this run, did this walk. I probably overdid the legs today. It'd be right. I just left it a day or two. Yeah. Turns out, completely fucked my knee. Can't, couldn't have, haven't been able to do anything for four weeks. I broke the um I broke the brake pedal on my uh, sim rig a few weeks ago, Greeno, and someone said to me, "You need to skip leg day." And, and my immediately, no word of a lie, my first thought was like pork leg, chicken leg, <laughs> you know, yeah. lamb leg. I'm not skipping that. Different Fuck leg. that. No, no definitely same not. With that Never. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so haven't been physically able to do anything on my leg for five weeks now. I must have six weeks actually. But uh, you know me, I'm like it'll it'll work itself out. I'll be sweet. Like, You'll be right. didn't go to a doctor because yeah. I'm not going to fucking hand over cash. No. So after four weeks of not being able to walk, and I'm like, okay, this thing ain't getting better. 
I probably should see a doctor about this. Went off as they do, as we pointed out on a show maybe last November. Mm. They send you off for some scans. Yeah, here we go. Now you're in the system. Now, now you're in the loop. No, no, no. Now here's the thing. I this is the con- I fucking swear to God, this is the conversation I had with my doctor. I ran through my symptoms. Mm. And I'm not going into this thing unprepared because I'm not a fucking idiot. Okay. I knew exactly what scan she needed to send me for for my symptoms. Okay. I could have told so her. So why aren't you the fucking doctor then? <laughs> well, no, no. So that's a very good point. So I went in and I'm like, here's, here's what's happening, blah, 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 blah. And I knew kind of what the situation was. And she's like, oh, look. And she, to her credit. You strolled actually, in I'm there not- and said, listen here, love. I've already not, do, I've already done the pre work. No, I've already re-diagnosed I'm, myself. This is what I need. Just fucking write me up a ticket, would you? Because I'm bitch. not. I'm not. And then no, you slapped I'm not, her on I'm the ass. I'm you? not an idiot. Yeah. I'm just kind of like, look, I know what I need to get referred for yeah. based on my symptoms, but she might have different insight. So she said, "Oh, well, look, these two scans we can send you for, and they're covered under Medicare." I'm like, "Okay," and she's like, "But this other one." This one you have to pay for yourself. So do you want me to send you for those Hell first no. two? And I'm like, uh, no. I said, look, let's be honest here, Doc. Those first two scans you're going to send me, even though they're free, they aren't going to show anything, are they? And she's like, no. And I'm like, so what the so fuck are we doing? It? Yeah. So why would I go for those scans? Yeah. And she's like, oh, uh, okay. Like, but they're free though. I'm like, it doesn't matter if they're free. They're not going to show anything. So let's just skip to the one I got to fucking pay for because that's the one I actually need, right? See, and why, like, why would doctors do they have a quota that they need to fill? They well, need to fill a certain amount. Do they need to send a certain amount of people through the scanning place, even though they I know it's bullshit? Think, so the scanning no. place doesn't lose budget, and so they can say, "Well, we've had five thousand people attend the scans in the last six months. This shows that we're doing a great service." Yada yada yada. I don't think so. I think what she was trying to do is she was trying to go if we can identify the two thing, like if we can identify something that doesn't cost you anything, and we can fix it on the free side then that's better than you forking out because I had to fork out a few hundred dollars on this scan. She was trying to, like, rule out the first two that doesn't cost me anything before me having to fork out hundreds of dollars for a scan. Yeah, but the scan so, place for the free ones that doesn't prove anything, still they still get paid when you show up. It's got paid, which is why I was like, I'm not going to fucking waste my time going for two scans I don't need. Let's go to the third one. Yeah. Went to the third one. Turns out, like, a bunch of, like, turns out I got three different things wrong with money. Okay. So to fix that, they're like, okay, you got to go to physio. I'm like, oh, sweet. So I went to physio last week, and here's where we're getting into the story, right? Oh, God, I'd, so, I'd pay money to see you, like, in a 25-metre indoor pool with octogenarians doing fucking <laughs> aquarobic no, screen. Oh, God, that no, would be so good. No, I, would sit there, no, I, I would sit there with a sausage sandwich and go, yep, he's <laughs> on fucking holidays, this gun. When they, uh, when they send me to, to That's Aqua, what I would do I'll on send... my holiday. I would sit there and it. watch you on your holiday. <laughs> I'm going to film it and send it to you for yeah. your own viewing pleasure. I'd sit there um, with a whole pork leg, Greeno, just sitting there yeah. watching you do aquarobics with a beer. Exactly. God, this is what I'm doing on my holidays. I'm sitting around good. watching Greeno. Fuck yeah. So rock up to physio last week and it's session no session one and basically that is kind of like a diagnostic session, right? Mm. So they've got my scan and they're going through the symptoms and they're working out going, here's the three issues you've got. Yeah. What's the most, where, where's the main pain point? Let's come up with a plan to fix that main pain point. Okay. Excellent. Yeah. So the guy's going through all this stuff, and then what so he what does... So what is wrong with like, your knee? Don't skip over the actual problem. What is the well, problem with your knee? It's irrelevant. Why? It's irrelevant. It's not funny for the story. No one is no, I'm cu- I'm cu- Am I allowed to know or not? We can, yeah, 100%. So okay. uh, I've got a combination of three different things. So okay. I sprained my ACL. Yes. Uh, I've got bursitis in the meniscal area. What's bursitis? Sounds like a, a like Greek a, god of the water. 
Uh, it's, a, it's an inflammation of the bursa sac, which is kind of like in the inner, in the middle of ah, where the, all the fluids are, yeah, where the fluid is. Yep. And then the main issue though, and where all I was getting all my pain mm. was uh, a thickening of the uh, patella tendon. Yeah. So basically, what had happened is to go back to the original point of me trying to get fit to reduce my cholesterol. Mm. The by doing this, the inflammation of my patella tendon is an overuse injury, yeah. which means I did too much exercise, so now I can't use my knee. I, you know, I've got sympathy for you because you, you'll remember when I was a kid, I was diagnosed with some knee problems. I went to, yeah. um, I was at some, it was like candles in the, carols by candlelight or something I went to with mum and yeah. I was like 11 or 12 years old and I was kneeling on the ground and I would have been kneeling for like an hour or something. Mm-hmm. And then afterwards, uh, I got up to walk off and just my legs collapsed underneath me. They were like mm-hmm. jelly and I had no strength in my knees. And we went to the doctor and they did scans and all that kind of stuff. And it turned out like I have like the back of my kneecap is really rough and it's all shitty. So okay. I can't actually kneel for too long because, you know, it stops. Something happens like it stops fluid getting in there. So yeah, if yeah, I yeah. kneel for like more than five or ten minutes at a time, my knees kind of seize up and Ooh. I can't really yeah, yeah, move yeah. them around and they get really sore. So... Yeah, I've got a lot of sympathy with the knee stuff. It's no good. It's no it's, good it's not fun. Mine, does, mine doesn't come from too much exercise, though, obviously. Mine, no, mine came from growing too quickly when I was yeah, a kid, Yeah, being a fucking so big boy. It's yeah. been too big. Too big for literally the conversation, yeah. Literally a conversation I had with the physio today. He was talking about patients that come in, they're teenagers, yeah. that just fucking have a big growth spurt. Yeah. And he's like, they come in, they're that's, like, that's I've got the all this pain in my knee, and they're like, <laughs> there's nothing we can do for this. Like, yeah. It's just... That's, that's growth, man. Like we just, we hear some exercises and might work. It was at that point that mum was like, well, you know, if we, if we keep on top of this medically, it's probably going to cost us a lot of money. Hey, did you notice I leave my cigarettes on the kitchen table? Uh, <laughs> Maybe that'll stop him growing. That'll, that'll stop him growing. He'll yeah. be all right. Just nah. minimize that. Nah, just gave me, just gave me a, a nicotine addiction instead. But hey, nice exactly. Gary. You know. Nice uh, Gary. But imagine you could have been six foot eight, if not for mum. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I could have the played same. in the NBA, Greedo, with my dodgy knees. saying, yeah. I can know you're 6'4", but yeah. could have been 6'8", if yeah. not for mum and the smokes. I know. Uh, Bitch. <laughs> so, so go last week and the dude's got to do some diagnostic testing, right? So he's got to like stretch the leg. He's like, okay, lay on the lay on the mat and we're going to like see how far we get with like rotation, elevation, all this kind of mm-hmm. shit. Now, at the time, I didn't think. So obviously, it's summer and we're in shorts yeah. and I'm a boxer wearing dude. Oh, no. And you're just like, All what right. if I get an erection here? What, what no, no, then? not, not, no, fuck no, not that, right? So he's stretching my leg. He's pulling like my kneecap as far up to my shoulder as he can, Ugh. trying to get pain point, those Ugh. kind of things. Okay, it's hurting here, it's hurting there, twisting, just making sure like my MCL and my ACL aren't fucked either. He's like checking for stability. Yeah. And it was until I got home and I was laying on bed. He's like, okay, do these stretches. And I'm like, notice like in my boxes. The ball bag kind of sticks out a little bit. Just hangs, just a little one. Just kind of hangs yeah. because you know it's it's short shorts, it's fucking boxes. Jesus, you know, lucky your wax bro- screen, huh? That could have been embarrassing. So it's a little bit out. Once again, coming full circle. So this week, I was like, I can't. I got to take fucking take precautions here. How to get the jockeys on today? Oh, now he's, of, I got courtesy. to interrupt the story. I like stories out of pinatas. Because I don't think the ball bag flung out last week. I'm just saying. But just in case it did in the future, I need yeah. to take preemptive measures yeah. to get the jockeys on for any physio session yeah. when he's stretching my leg up in case the ball back falls out. I was I was a jockey guy for for the longest time, and then I eventually made the switch to boxers full time because mm-hmm. I started wearing boxers just casually, and then I was like, okay, I'm switching to boxers full time. 
And I reckon I did that probably in my like late 20s. Up until yeah. then, I was a jockey guy, full, yeah. full on through and through. And I've always been anti-jeans, Greeno. You know that. I've hate, mm-hmm. I hated jeans. Now, yeah. I do have one pair of jeans that I have been wearing for the last couple of years, and they're kind of okay now. Um, I'd still rather not wear jeans, but at this point, I'm like, yeah, it's just easy. I'm just throwing you know the, the jeans on. You know the sad fact of how close our friendship is? You know this already. <laughs> that, that I know exactly where you purchased those jeans. Because yeah. <laughs> you were there. Like, <laughs> no, I wasn't there, yeah. yet your wife sent me a picture of the when jeans. you purchased their jeans going, I've just got Damo to buy jeans. I thought you'd be proud. Yeah. <laughs> It only took 35 years or 36 It took 35 years, years, but somehow that's a memory of I know when you purchased your first gene. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and so when the I... The sad friendship we have. But So when I started wearing the jeans, I mm. was like, well, I can't wear these jeans. And she's like, why not? And I said, because the boxer shorts don't fucking work in these things. It oh, not in jeans. It no, does not fucking it work. Uh, so I had to go back to, you know, had to dig out some old jockeys that I hadn't worn in fucking years. Yeah. And I was like, oh God. And that moment when you've when you've made the full switch to boxer short greeno and you throw on a pair of jockeys, it's I walked good. around the house for maybe two minutes and I'm like, mm. I can't I can't do this anymore. Yeah. I cannot. It's I'm too I'm too fucking cramped in there. I need to swing. I need to hang, Greeno. I can't I can't yeah. be hanging in this. So I just trained myself to wear boxer shorts with the jeans now. I'm like, I don't yeah. care if they crumple up. It's still 10 times better than wearing jockey's crew. 100% nice. Give yourself a nice Gary. Thank you. Nice Gary. You got, you got to run with it. Yep. 100%. Um, so, yeah, in the end, physio, uh, out of courtesy, had to wear the jockeys. Now, that gets me back to my original point of the doctor said, you know, let, uh, try and avoid weight bearing if you can. Like, no. like it shouldn't rest. be hard. Like, you only weigh 35 kilos. So. Don't, don't walk, right? Just don't fucking, if you cannot walk anywhere. I'm like, well, that's great, but I've got to go pick up the kids from school. Mm-hmm. You know, I've got shit to do. i got to go to work, those kind of things. Uh-oh. And what I noticed as I was picking up my kids mm-hmm. since I developed this injury is I was walking with this like really significant limp, right? Okay. Like quite a significant limp. It yeah. was fucking very noticeable. That I felt like a little Kaiser bit Kaiser Sose levels of yeah, like fucking hundred percent. It was Willy Wonka Kaiser levels. So when he first comes was, out and starts, it was yeah. exactly. It was definitely Kaiser Sose happening. Right? Yeah. So I'm walking up to my kids' school, pick them up, and I'm like, man, this fucking is not bad. And I'm in the back of my head. I'm sitting there, and the doctor's like, I oh, avoid like avoid walking where you can't wait for it. So in my head, I'm like, I got to go get some crutches. Hmm. But I'm like thinking about the way I'm walking. Uh. Crutches. Like, I, I think there's a way that I can fucking make this okay. Right. Just wear one was, roller skate, Greener. That's right. Good work. <laughs> um, the way I was walking, though, was set up perfectly mm. for a meniscus pimp cane. Nice. So imagine imagine a pimp walk like with crips. a cane. Yeah. Like Crips, one cane <laughs> with a bit of fucking bling on top. Because that's how I was walking just without the cane. It was like, it's a fucking pimp walk. I need to get myself a fucking meniscus pimp cane. And <laughs> meniscus pimp cane. I've got myself a solution for my fucking my knee problem. <laughs> there we're talking. Yeah, that's it. That's the shit. That's what I needed there. That's what I you need want. a little bit of. I need a little bit of pimp cane. There you go. <laughs> pimp limp. That, I literally had a pimp limp. <laughs> I've still got a pimp limp, but just without the cane. But there you go. So, yeah, Meniscus Cream Cane was on the agenda. Didn't end up needing it in the end, but regret it. I feel like I could have gotten by. You missed an opportunity there. 
and and embarrass my son in his yeah. first year at kindy by rocking up with a meniscus pimp game. Yeah, it's uh, been good. Imagine walking up to you know. Dropping your son off his first day at kindy dressed like this yeah, with like the pimp this. jacket and the pimp cane. Yeah. You know, you meet the teacher and it's like, so what, what's your territory? Um, <laughs> you know? yeah. Where you, you work out of? Have you got someone one. who reps you or, you know, yeah, that's it. <laughs> you're a little <laughs> haggy in the back end, but I'm sure we can make it work. Exactly. Fuck yeah. Nice Gary. Well done. Nice Gary. Pimp daddy, greeno. Pimp daddy. Now that brings me to my next point. So, yeah. uh, as we discussed, fucking, I, I normally like doing activities on my holiday, and like, I gotta fucking, I gotta keep busy. But this thing, flat out limited, I could not do anything. I couldn't walk. Like, I, I was literally Pim's daddy in the Just lay in bed and masturbate all day. So, literally, no, I had to You're pre waxed. You'll love it. <laughs> That's it. Had to sing down, uh, sit down and just sing piss my entire holiday. Yeah, well, Hard life, I know. Now you're doing more. my holiday. You're stealing my holiday. Now, now I'm doing fucking Damo's holiday. I better right? go out and take a run. <laughs> I better go so for a I, bike ride. Exactly. So I'm now back at work. But the problem is, after work, I still can't do anything. It's like, oh, I normally go for a bike ride. I pump out the gym. I do this, that. No, no, I still can't walk. Doctor's orders got to fucking rest. So still being like having cans after work. So today, had to stock up, right? Mm. So duck on down to the local. Yeah. And they don't have my the case mm. of what I like to drink, right? Okay. But beer. they do have. They didn't have any beer. <laughs> they, no, they had beer, but they didn't have the cake, the the beer I wanted. Right. But they did have Picky obviously yeah. the open six packs that would all normally be in. Ah, uh, so I've what, done that move before. Hey, can you sell? I see four six packs in there. Can you just sell them for the price of a carton? That's exact. No, that's what's happened because I've had that conversation before. Because yeah. what I like, they only ever stock like two cases yes. ever. So if someone bought it the week before, I'm fucked. There's nothing there. So I'm like, hey, have you got a case of this? Like, no, just pick up four six packs and we'll charge you a case. So I already know the rule. So rock up to the counter with four six packs. And the guy scans it and it doesn't come down to case price. So obviously I call it out. I'm like. And for Americans, this wouldn't make much sense to them because I don't think they pay the same for alcohol that we do here. Um, Yeah. So it would be like a good kind of 30, 40% more expensive to buy than no, no. for Wait, this six packs. This is my this is my story, right? Yeah. So we in Australia, we've got this big cost of living outrage crisis, feeling like supermarkets are, are gouging customers. Yeah. Because it turns out they just massively overcharge people, making like massive profits. Because we've only got really two supermarkets in Australia. Basically. Uh, we don't have we don't have much choice. And they charge the exact same. You've got Aldi. Aldi's out there, but it's like Aldi's an option, but it's it's, it's kind of a smaller option. Yeah, it's literally like yeah. West Farmers, which is Coles and Woolworths, take up like I think it's something crazy, like eighty eight percent of the market or something. Something yeah. like that. Exactly. So they basically dictate what everything costs. And because... they also own like subsidiary businesses. So yeah. uh, they own like the biggest hardware store chain. So there's no competition in hardware stores. It's basically yeah. all Bunnings that we, and that's yeah. owned by one of the, I forget which one owns that. It's all worse. Uh, they own petrol stations. They own bottle shops, yeah. right? Yeah. So they own. They own Dan Murphy's. It's like they're playing Monopoly in this country. You know, they're buying exactly. Park Lane, you know, over and yeah. over and over again. Yeah. And they skip jail every single time, Green. I yeah. don't know how they're not they... buying any old, yeah, and saying, <laughs> unlimited oh, get old... out of jail free cards, you know. If you want old Kent Road, you're sweet, go nuts. Yeah. Feel free to have that one. That's two bucks. Don't That's... Worry. <laughs> yeah, you can you can <laughs> set up your business there, but you're gonna yeah. you're gonna get fucking go murdered nuts. by the end of the game. Exactly. So there's been all this outrage in the last couple of weeks about yeah, price gouging from the supermarkets, and like you just pointed out, mm. the alcohol company, uh, alcohol stores are owned by the same companies. Yes. 
And so, hear me out. My case normally costs 53 bucks. And I understand, you know, uh, whatever they pay to bring it in, you've got to pay for labor, uh, overall costs, you know, electricity, rent, those kind of things. Mm. So there's generally going to be a 100% markup already. So, and then you've got other things, you've got discounts. So that case probably only costs 20 bucks yeah. maximum, right? If you, if, cost, you picked it up yourself, if you picked it up yourself from the bottling plant, that's probably what you would pay. Probably 20, 20 yeah, bucks. 20, 25 bucks, right? Yeah. Okay, they charged me 53, and I'm, I'm, I'm comfortable with that going, I understand how business works. They go, they got to pay their staff. They got to make money. They, yeah. they just make a mad profit, and then they pass it on to the fucking the executives, but different story. Hmm. So, but then when they scanned the four six packs, yes, it came in at $99. And I'm like, I'm like, Okay, first thing. How is that paying. even physically possible? I'm like, how is that? I walked out because I, I told the guy, I'm like, no, man, that should be like 53 bucks for the case. He's like, yeah, it should be, blah, blah, blah. I'll fix it up. And he fixed it up. As I walked out, I'm like, how is it? Anyone who's buying a six pack in Australia, yes. get your head checked. Yes. Because they, you talk about price gouging, a case costs, the, I bought a case worth of beer. If you buy the four six packs that cost you ninety nine dollars, yeah. you'd have to buy the case that cost fifty three. You are actually coming out with less product because I don't have the box that goes around the case. Yes, for double the price. Yeah, how the fuck is that legal? Like, if you buy uh, they can a charge if whatever you the fuck they want, they can. Wow. Who's stupid enough to buy it? That's my point. Um, Story time for you. <laughs> I like yeah. stories about pinatas. This is this isn't even a recent story. This is like twenty years ago. You were there, I think. Uh, we were having one of the usual piss ups at my place, which back in the day we used to have. I felt like three, four times a week. You know, when we were younger, there was always some kind of piss up going on, either on the weekend or a Thursday or a Tuesday or whatever the fucking night we were all. Whatever day we were all off. Hey, you want to come over to you know Damo's and we'll get pissed and throw some snags on it? Yeah, yeah, fuck yeah. Why not? We'll have sausage sandwiches and we'll get drunk and watch TV. Yeah. Okay. Good day. That was a regular occurrence, and one. Night, the opening, the former opening batsman, opening bowler of the St. Clair Hawks under 12 B's, Greeno Joel Stazanovsky, showed up with two six packs. And what are you doing? And uh, yeah, I remember having this conversation with him, and I'm, it's like, oh, okay, you just bought two six packs. And he's like, yeah, yeah, fucking oath. He goes, a case was 50 bucks, but I just got two six packs and it was like 35. <laughs> we all kind of stopped and looked at him and said, Wait, why, why did you get two six-packs? And he's like, oh, because it's cheaper. I'm not going to drink a whole case. It's like, but it's not cheaper. It's more expensive. Yeah. And he's like, what do you mean? <laughs> it's like, well, because you pay $35 for half of the case <laughs> yeah. when you yeah. get out of the full case for an extra 15 okay, You know, yeah. like you've, you've actually like, took him a minute you're, you're, and he was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, you're going to drink that later. Oh, like, like if, if let's say that you're, you're having a one day off and yeah. like, Let's say you're you're sober for the for the rest of your life, and yeah. you're having one day off, yeah. and you're like, I'm I'm only going to drink a six pack. Yeah. Sweet, I can buy a six pack. Go nuts, that's fine. If you plan on drinking alcohol any point again in the future, <laughs> yes. after purchasing a six pack, buy the fucking case. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? Like, this is encouraging people to keep charging this shit. Ninety nine dollars for a case worth of of the exact same beer. That I pay fifty three dollars for. How is that not price gouging? That to, is be, to be fair, I think even twenty years later, he still maintained the same beer purchasing habits because he's the only he still guy does. I know that yeah. will go to that like that bin where they sell single beers and just rummage right. through it. And he'll buy he like, finds, yeah. yeah, he'll be like, oh, see this one. I googled it. 
it's made from there's a brewery that's up in a tree in the jungles of Thailand and they use right. hornet piss to to yeah. give it its flavor. I picked up one of these cans for five bucks, you know. Yeah. It's twelve percent alcohol. It's like, yeah, give me a sip of that. That's great. You know? Yeah. Well once again we're pointing out going, mate, if you bought a case of that, it would have cost you $125. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> so you're still getting ripped off here. Like, That's how he rolls, though. That's, That's how he rolls. rolls. I love him for it. Variety is the spice of life for that guy. You know? It is. Yeah, mix it up. Every time you see um, him, ladies and gentlemen, uh, every time we're having a drink, either at his place or he comes to one of our houses, we always we always wait with bated breath to see what kind of beer what? he's going to show up because he always shows up with something that we've never heard of. Yeah, we show up with the exact same drinks. Generally each. speaking, yeah. Generally, like, I, you know what beer I'm going to bring? More I know less. what wine you're going to bring and yep. what beer you're going to drink. And then yep. we rock up there, you're like, this is going to be fun. Yeah. This is good. What, what's he got? What's, what's he got Staz for, us got for us this week? It's, it's going to be good. Because it'll be something like you've never seen before, never heard of. But he, he researches, yeah. like, he'll buy it and then go home and read about it and Google it. Yeah. And be like, okay, well, this, this brewery, and he'll tell you the whole backstory. So this brewery yeah. is a local one. It was started in 1925, and then, then you're off to the races then at that point. Yeah. You get a beer story time every time you have a beer. It's story. also, he's also one of, he's an anomaly in the fact of, when remember when people would come to your house and they'd leave some beers in your fridge? Yes. It was normally the shit they didn't want to drink, yeah. but they bought it out of something for some reason. They're like, yeah. oh, look, I'm not going to waste my time bringing it home. Yeah. The beers he leaves in your fridge, exotic. when you crack them open the next couple of days, you're like, so it's fucking pretty good, man. Yeah. Like, <laughs> why do you take this home with you? Like, and I met, I'd message him going, mate, like, did you mean to leave? He's like, yeah, man, it's fine. Like, just enjoy them. Like, these are too good to just leave in someone's fridge, mate. Like, yeah, because normally if someone brings VB or two he's new, you're yeah. you're handing them the cases they leave. Hey, don't forget your beers, mate, because you're yeah, thinking I don't, I need the fridge space for yeah. Know, I don't want my, I don't want to my good up beer. With yeah, exactly. I don't want this cat's pissing here. But for him, you're like, okay, see you later, mate. No, no, you didn't leave anything. You're good. See you, mate. Bye. You want, mate. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> the the Uber's here. You got to go wait yeah. out the front, mate. Sorry, bye. Yeah. Lock I him did out look at so one... he can't get the beers. You know? He left he left one beer the last time we caught up at my joint mm. and. Uh, Thoroughly enjoy it. It was really good. It had like a, a passion fruit undertone. Mm. Fucking really, really nice. Which sounds really weird for beer, mm. but it was fucking delicious. It sounds really stupid, very, very delicious. Nice. So then it, once again, I went and looked into the case though, because I'm like, I'm going to fucking get me a case of this. Yeah. The case itself was 100 100 bucks, yeah. And I'm like, no. That's why he <laughs> buys them singles. Good. Yeah. That's why I buy them I'm like, wasn't that good? No. Wasn't that good? Not worth it. Yeah. Where, where do you stand? See, now I've had a long standing rule here uh, at the Boogie household. It's that if you leave beers here, then they are essentially a tax. That's a that's a tax that you pay <laughs> for being at the house. Do not expect to get the beers back. No, no, because some people, was... some people, but some people have a rule like, well, if someone leaves beers at your house, you can't drink them. You have to leave them in the fridge until the next time what? they come over. No, yeah, no, no seriously, man. I've, I've never heard that before. I was yeah. under the understanding, like, because I, whenever I come to your house, mm. I'm of the assumption of, hey, I'm going to make sure I leave some beers yes. in the esky for you. Yes. Because, like, hey, man, great day. Yes. Enjoy enjoy the fucking beers, eh? Now, and like, I was going to say, us over. I was going to say, and I do the, the same. same because you're you paying it me. forward, was, Greeno. That's like, you know, mate, it's like was, leave a penny in the tray. You know what I mean? 100%, leave man. A beer I, was drinking in your, I was drinking your mango beers. That's right. Weeks after you came to my joint. Guys, exactly. And it made me think of the day. It was a good, and also it's a trigger of a reminder. That's right. Of, hey, I had, I had a good time with my boys. Because you drink, I'm drinking the mango beer. Going, that was a fucking good day when the boys came over. Yeah. And at the same time, I hope when I leave beers in your esky, you're like that was a good day when the boys came over. Hell yeah. It's kind of like 
it's not as much paying it forward. It's just a reminder of the day, yeah. if you will. I think it's a circle of life, Greeno. It's it's a circle of love. And how much of a, how much of a tight kind of you if you fucking leave beers? If you if you don't want your mate to drink your beers yeah. that you've left in their esky, yeah. fucking make sure you collect them before you go. Yep. But as you go, yeah. you are going to get dirty looks, I tell you that much. Yes. Because you are the cheapest cunt in the city I've ever yeah. seen. You can't do that. Now, there's like nothing it's, it's, wrong with if you take a carton of beer and you don't drink it all and you're like, oh, you know what? I'm go- I've got a couple of six-packs. I'm going to take them home and put them in my fridge. Nobody would bat an eyelid. Everyone's like, yeah, no, no, swear, no. man. Take your that fridge. They're your beers, mate. Fucking go for it. And I'll also give an exception to the rule. If, if you're at a, a function that isn't your friends, mm. like let's say you're invited to an associate mm-hmm. and you put a six-pack in the in the in A third-party barbecue, say. A third-party barbecue and you have a couple and you're like, all right, let's bail. Well, because I don't know what these are. Soul's going to be drinking my I, beer. I don't fucking I, know. Yeah, Fuck them. I yeah. feel that I'm entitled to take those beers <laughs> Absolutely. Back. That's my esky, all right? Yeah. So yep. that one I feel is different. Like if I'm a host and someone I don't invite, like I don't invite strangers to my home to be, to be fair. No. But if I did yeah. and if someone uh, was like third party and they put some beers in the ASCII, I'm like, hey man, like don't, don't forget to take your beers as you yeah, go. Yeah, because guess what? I don't want to owe you, asshole. I don't want to yeah. get, I don't want to show up at your place one day and then you expect me to leave beers in your I don't know that person. Like, yeah, yeah I don't, I'm like, I'm not going to drink third party beers. But <laughs> third party beers. <laughs> third party beers. Yeah. But the boys, like, man, the boys, like, uh, Mikasa Sukasa, you know what I mean? Mm. Like, Jacko in the chat on Twitter, Greeno said, uh, "Good, thanks for good to see you, Jacko. I think the first time in a long time I've seen you live. Thanks for joining Jack, us." Buddy. No, Jacko. Uh, yeah, he, he first time live in a while, but Jacko's checking out the podcast every week. He is, yes, but first time live. Uh, yeah. Unless Twitter, unless I can only now just see the Twitter comments on Restream because maybe I wasn't able to before. Uh, he said, I recently went to the Hard Rock Casino in Tampa. I paid for a double Maker's Mark and ginger ale, Greeno. Uh, I want yep. you to put a price. What do you think? Ballpark. Well, I'm, that's that's what I'm drinking right now. It's not Maker's Mark. It's whiskey, and I'm drinking it with ginger ale. Yeah. I would pay Australian No, American $10. dollars. I want US. Amer- no, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying Australian, I pay $12 for that, mm. uh, which means American, I pay $7. <sighs> not even close. $40, my man. Yeah. Forty US dollars he paid for that. That's that's like seventy six dollars Australian. Now I don't know if they're assholes for charging it or if you're a dickhead for buying it. <laughs> it's Jacko. Yeah, it. I don't know. Yeah, Jacko, don't buy that, bro. Maybe a that's, bit of both. That's, that's fucked, mate. Did, did you say that was Hard Rock in Vegas? Yeah, Hard Rock Casino in Tampa. That's Not what, even in Vegas. In, in Florida, Greener. Because I stayed at the Florida one in Vegas. prices. They don't even have and income I, tax over there. Where do they like get that? off? Seemed, well, I remember being in Vegas this is like a decade ago, but yeah. in Vegas, the hard rock was fucking, the beers were pretty cheap, to be fair. It really was a casino. So, yeah. 40 bucks would make no, no. It was a double. That's, that's, it was a double, Greeno. Double, double like double the maximum I'd ever pay for a double. 20. And he, 20, 20 bucks. 20 max. And even that, like, that's. It's got to be good shit, a, too. I can almost buy half a case of that. Like, this is why I don't go out, eh? Yeah. Like, no, no. We spent so much, wasted so much. That's what we used to wear. Back in the day, we used to buy jugs. I'll go out. And then what? I'll go out a few we, times a year only now. And all I want to do, literally, all I want to do, I don't even really want to go to fancy restaurants or anything anymore. I've done all that stuff. I don't. I don't want to go out and. I, I, there's nothing that's less appealing to me now at my age than going to a bar and getting drunk and, yeah, and trying to get home. That. I'm just not interested. Yeah. I will, however go to like the local for a nice lunch and I will probably smash five or six schooners of tap beer, ice cold tap beer and have a nice big steak lunch or something. I really enjoy that. 
I'll do that a few times a year. But I'm leaving at like two in the afternoon. I'm like, all right, see yeah, you guys. Yeah, sorry about that. But once again, like Take you, it you, easy. Smash five, you smash five beers, you're paying 10 bucks a beer, you're out 50. Yeah, but I'll, I'll be getting, but it's that. that's the thing. That's like the holiday of it. I'll be getting pints. That's, it's pints, yeah. right? So I'll be getting half a litre and I'll, I will smash five or six of those fuckers in a couple of hours. Yeah. And it's ice cold. And because tap beer does taste so good, you know. So every now and then I'll go out and get myself, you know, have a, a session at the pub. But it'll only be a few hours, big steak lunch, smash down a few pints and then bip, bip, see you later, you know. Yeah. <coughs> and I, I guess it comes down to like the reason people go to pubs is normally because they live at home or they live in an apartment and can't have people at their house. Mm. Like we're an age now where we have a – like each of us generally have homes that are big enough to entertain other people. Yep. So – there's no reason to go to a pub. Like we just go to each other's home and drink beer for yeah. 50 bucks. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm just not going out. I feel like going out is a young person's game. In this 100% country. is a young person's game. I feel like I'm taking up space that young people that could be chasing tail could be filling it up. You know yeah, what I mean? Trying to get their dick wet. And there I am cock blocking everyone. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like that's a table. Someone could be getting the dick wet. Exactly. Yeah. I'm, the, I'm there telling 18 year old girls stories about World War II, Gruner. <laughs> what happened when I was in Nam? Yeah, exactly. Back in my day, you know Back what I mean. Back in my that? day, yeah. Uh, and and no, look, realistically, none of those girls are there at two in the afternoon. No, that's of course fair. not. No, the ones that are are there in two in the afternoon, you have to pay by the hour, and that's mm. not the kind of company you want to keep. Shut up, trying to eat my steak. Fuck off. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, Damo, quick, uh, another quick question, if I can. We're going to get eventually get to the rundown. <clears throat> We've been going an hour. Um, show's nearly over. Fuck it. Show's nearly over, pretty much yeah. as always happens here. Um, quick question for you. Hmm. How old is old enough that if someone dies, mm. you can no longer use the phrase gone too soon? Because I saw like uh, Richard Lewis, the comedian. Uh, 73, wasn't he? <laughs> yesterday, like 73, 74, there or thereabouts. Yeah, he had a good run. And I saw a couple of people tweet out, tweet out going, you know, uh, lovely person, gone too soon. And I'm like, How, what, what is the age? I feel like that is almost... That's almost the pendulum, right? Mm. Of like, at what point can you not say gone too soon? Like, Queen Mum, 99, gone too soon. Gone no, too no, no. Soon. That's, that's too far. Like, <laughs> she's 99. She, she's done her deal. Like, I, I, my, my dear grandma, I love her to death. She was amazing. Mm. She passed away at 98. Yeah, gone too soon. I don't, I don't think I could, like, I, I wish she was still here. Yeah. For me, gone too soon because I just I'd love to spend more time with my nana. Well, I'm glad but, you said that because I was going to say I think it all depends on your relationship to the person. Circumstance, right? Like yeah. I'd love I'm my sure nana. Because I'm sure someone out there hated Richard Lewis and they said wasn't gone soon enough. Wasn't gone soon enough. <laughs> you know what I mean? I think, <laughs> I think it's a circumstantial thing, right? Yeah. But also, I've also got to be realistic. Going, I love my nana. I would have loved her to stick around forever, live forever, mm. and we spend many more Easter's and Christmas and birthdays and all those kind of things together. You've got to love but, your nana. I don't think I can use the phrase gone too soon because, like, hey, 98's a fucking pretty She's good thing, man. a fairly long time, wasn't she? So I'm putting, <laughs> I, I'm putting it out there. I'd love to, like, uh, we're going to name it now the Stephen Sears Memorial Poll. Okay. What What is an appropriate age that you can't say uh, it's gone too soon? Well, I think, like, I think we can apply gone too soon to Stephen, but in Stephen's defense... In Stefan's defense, I think he would say that he lasted longer than he thought he ever was going to. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And that's why 
It feels almost appropriate that this is the first. This poll. is the one that we do. Yeah. I didn't even think oh, for that correlation. I do miss and his. I, I do miss his like, like his aimless positivity. That's <laughs> the best like way to describe it. It's just always positive. That guy. I feel like an absolute scumbag. The first time I've referred to it as the Stephens. About any poll. The I memorial Stephens Sears poll. I'm gonna refer to it as the Stephens Sears memorial poll. I didn't. I think I can't think of anything it. more fitting. To he would have loved that friend, joke though. But he would. He would. He would have absolutely loved that joke. I'm sure he still is. He'd be up there annoying Jesus right now. Jesus is going, yes, mate, I've heard of MXPX. I've heard of that fucking band. Why are you playing them for me again? I created them. It's fine. Nice, Gary. Oh, he was a good man. He was a good man. So yeah. the, the first ever Stephen C's Memorial Poll okay. is going to be, what What age is, is it? He's too soon, no longer is, applicable. Is, is it? No, he's yeah, gone too soon, no longer applicable. Is it over 70? Over 80, over 90, or not applicable. Not so I'm going to put that up there. Uh, I'll, I'll put the poll out and, and see how we go. But for me, uh, I was talking about with the wife, with the wife yesterday and the look she gave it's me. Interesting dinner was, conversation, yeah. Yeah, she was like, this is something for your show, isn't it? And I'm like, I don't mean it to be, but are you I working like out? Are you working out material? I'm working material. <laughs> but I'm like, but let's, let's be honest here. Like if someone passes at 75, mm. do you feel they're gone too soon or do you feel like that's a good innings? Yeah. Um, and then we were watching a doco last night and there was like a lady who passed away of Alzheimer's at 53. I'm like, that's gone too soon. That's that yeah, pretty soon. Young. Yeah. That's pretty fucking young, 53. Like that's that's inside almost a decade like of where I'm at. That, uh, that feels too soon. Now, see, a couple of hundred years ago, they would have been saying, gone too soon. Oh. What the fuck are you talking about? What the hell, man? 53. 23. Gone too right. soon. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's all relative. 100% is all relative. So, yeah, interesting interesting thought. Uh, well, not really interesting, but just really well, out it's there. a thought. Yeah. It's a thought. It's, it's one of those ones that seems appropriate for this stupid fucking show. Yeah. Nice, Gary. Um, should, we, should we take a quick, quick breather? Quick break, and then break, we'll come back, we'll back, come back with food porn. How about that? <laughs> Do you like your novelty comedy songs organic, handmade with painstaking care, put into every note? Well, look no further than Irrational Times. Using only the finest instruments to create an experience that your ears will thank you for later, Irrational Times attempts to elevate the whimsy to a desirable level. New songs and sketches every week so check it out. There's a place that we can go to watch old things. All the warm, fuzzy member berries it brings. It's a special little spot tucked away on delight. Enjoy the joy of Pessie. And old cartoons. We hope to see you over there very soon. It's our special little spot tucked away on D-Live. Enjoy the joy of Pessie. When we were kids and there wasn't any school, we'd sit and watch all the best cartoons. Eating cereal until it was noon. We never thought that 30 years later it'd still be cool. Saturday night and cheesy movies The ones that used to show us boobies It's our special little spot tucked away on D-Live Enjoy the joy of Pessy Enjoy 
Enjoy the joy of Pessy. Enjoy the joy of Pessy. than 3% sport content. It's the starting block on TAVshow.com. Yes, welcome back to the block, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. If you have been listening to this show recently, uh, first of all, we pity you. But second of all, you would have noticed that this has been slowly, I guess as we take less and less and less and less and even less time in doing any kind of preparation or giving a fuck generally, and now we just use this as an opportunity, as an excuse to tell our wives, oh, no, we've got to do the show, but it's really just um, you know, hanging out with your mate for a couple of hours once a week, <laughs> really, I think, at this point, having a couple of beers and a chat. Which is really see what's been happening for the better part of, you know, 13 years we've been doing this show. More but, or less, yeah. yeah. We, we used to at least put a facade yeah. of uh, a professionalism. Professionalism, yeah. And now then we also knew. Up. Now we've given up on we, that. Our partners don't yeah. even listen to the show anymore. <laughs> so it's like, well, who fucking who cares? I don't think they did in the beginning. Uh, we also used to put the tinge of like, uh, use the show of professionalism to our advantage of like, hey, sorry, we can't, we have to, I have to, when we were a sports show. Yes. Sorry, you can't oh, watch yeah, the, the, the Kardashians yeah. because i got to watch this particular program for the show. Mm. Like, i got to know what's going on with the footy. i got to know what's going on with the AFL, the Sorry, F1, babe, you cannot NBA. watch that, that rom-com movie you wanted to watch. It's Friday night. The football has to be on <laughs> because yeah, I've got to know, talk about it on the weekend. Talk about it on Sunday morning. So yeah. I've got to make sure we're all across that. Lady Books so, once said to me, uh, if you're doing this for show, why aren't you taking notes and, you know, doing journalism? things and I said, oh, you know, I remember it. It's fine. You know, yes. <laughs> it's all it's all up here. <laughs> all up here. We got it covered. I'll pick up the paper on the way to the show and read it off the paper. <laughs> Look at the score going, what happened there? <laughs> right, that was a good game. <laughs> oh, fantastic. Uh, Jack yeah, said we... he's happy to have a beer with us. Uh, he's drinking along. That's the way to enjoy this show, I think, is drink along at home. Nice. Nice guy. Put it down to two things. What, what do we always say our demographic is? Uh, stoners, Alcoholics and wolfmen. Yeah. And insomniacs. That's right. The yeah. only kinds the we want. Only way we can possibly enjoy this program. That's it. So if you have been listening along, you'll know that we've basically, uh, we had, uh, I forget who it was. Who was it uh, a couple of weeks ago? Was it Dave who was telling us about that fucking burger place in the state? What was the name? Sonic Burger or something it's called? Sonic Burger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sonic Burger. And he's like, you need to do Sonic Burger reviews. And we did, we will circle back around to, you know, um, some burger joint reviews. Cause I am fascinated by the burger culture in the United States. Um, as you know, I love a good hamburger greeno. So, um, you know, one day I'll go, I'll do a burger tour greeno of the United States. I'm not going to go see the fucking, um, you know, the sites. I'm going to go Golden Gate Bridge. I'm not going to go to Yankee burger. Stadium. I'm going to go to the Empire State Building. I'm not going to go to Hollywood. I'm going to go to... Maybe maybe that's a retirement bucket list thing. Fifty states in the United States and go to the best burger place in each of the fucking fifty states and rank them, Greeno. How is that I for like a it. fucking idea? Nice like get yourself a van, get yourself a Cadillac <laughs> and drive around. Of course you'll have to take the Cadillac on a boat or something to Hawaii and maybe yeah. drive through Canada and try a couple of their burger joints on your way to Alaska. But other than that, Get a caddy, drive around, and at the end have a heart attack. It'll be fucking great. I feel like it, I feel he like was gone too soon, Greener. 
Oh, too soon. Yeah. yeah. Um, I feel like you need to fly into Hawaii. Do Hawaii do first, Hawaii, do you reckon? And fly over to mainland and drive. Well, if I'm flying into Hawaii, I'm off flying. Haven't I told you that story yet? I like stories about pinatas. I have officially, I have officially retired from flying anywhere. You're off flying. How's that possible, man? You were, you were a traveller, sir. Uh, yeah, I was, but I've always hated flying. And every single flight that I get on, I feel like I'm one closer to the crash. <laughs> so I'm with you, man. I'm taking it's... my chips off the table. I'm done. I'm cashing out. I'm, I'm not. I'm not ever. I said to my wife the other day, she was like. Because she's going away uh, on a holiday up the coast and she's, you know, she's taking my baby girl with her and they're getting on a little plane. Flying up the plane. And, well, I don't know about that. No, I'm not flying anywhere. I would drive. I can't, yeah. I can't take your time off work. Yeah, drive stop that. anyway. Yeah, yeah. But I would have driven up. But of course, you can't drive with an 18 month old in the car for 10 hours. You know what I mean? You can't do no, a no, one, no. one hit stint for that. No, you're not doing a one hit stint. You do that over a two day thing. You, you have a you'd stop have to, with the book above a bum, baby. But then you, then you, you run out of days. Then you run out of you or whatever it was. But yeah, but then, but then you're losing four days. You know, doesn't matter. Your trip. So anyway, I, I I announced it the other day when we were talking about this, and Ooh. I said, you know, I'm I'm done. And she's like, what do you mean? I said, I'm not ever getting on a plane ever again. Wow. I, I'm I've made the call. I've decided. Yeah, no yeah, one is yeah. ever going to convince me. Let's say uh, work comes to me and says, okay, we want you to go over to Perth, and uh, it's a big work opportunity, and it's going to be like, okay, when do you need me there? And I'll be like, oh, tomorrow. So the plane leaves, and I'll be like, no, nope. no. Nope. What do you mean, no? No, no, I'm not doing it. No, I'm not, I'm not doing it. You can put me on a train if you want. I'll take the train. train yeah. Or you can drive me over there, Give me a ta- get me ah. a taxi, <laughs> drive me to Perth. It's a, it's only you a five-day drive, you know. <laughs> <All right. That's laughs> but awesome. I am not getting on a fucking plane for you or any other cunt. Mate, I'm not I doing am, it ever again. It, it, it freaks me out so, so often how much our minds are in sync mm-hmm. that this is literally a thought I have had uh over the last uh, probably post pandemic right mm. and maybe it's more just germs but it kind of put that thing onto the the radar of like why do i hop in a plane like that's an interesting and, why does and anyone? to your point to your point of like i feel like i'm always one closer i've always had a fear of flying myself mm. but something like the only way to get to certain things and work and etc was to hop on a plane i'm like oh well i guess i'm gonna do it and fucking i'll fucking put the coin in the air and hope for the best and everything it turns out okay yep. and i'm a logical person so i sit there and go look realistically like one in fucking hundred twenty thousand crash and you know this is good math and i'll run with it yeah. but i'm now at the point where i'm like if i was because i got asked oh would you guys fly down to melbourne and I said the exact same conversation with my boss. I'm like, mate, if you want me to come down to Melbourne, can you just give me a couple of days notice? Because I'll, I'll just drive down. Yep. He's like, what? He goes, the, the flight's only an hour and a half. I'm like, no, no, I get it. I'm but not like, flying. I'm not doing I'd, it. Like, even, though, even though statistically I'm more likely oh, to have fuck a car this, crash. I hate those statistic people. And no, no, no. Say, you've, got, you've got a higher chance of crashing in, in a car crash. I'm like, yeah, I don't give a fuck. And they go, why? I, and I say, because I'm that's on the fucking point. ground. I'm that's on the why. ground. <laughs> that's what I'm with you. And that's my point, right? So statistically, I'm more likely to crash in my car, but It'll be I feel a much like I'm, quicker, painless I'm, death. <laughs> I'm not flying the fucking plane. I feel like I'm more in control. So yes. like, give me a couple of days notice and I will drive down and you can fucking pay me for petrol. Yep. Um, so weird that we're on the same wavelength here. I'm with you. Yep. Yeah, I feel like every time I'm getting one step closer to the time that I'm going to be, I'm, I'm that unlucky that I'll be in that one, I'll be that one in 120,000. That doesn't make yeah. it. And, and I risk. refuse, I refuse to tempt fate. 
So it's like when you're playing the poker machine, Greeno, and you, you put in five bucks and it goes up to 100 and you double it up and you double it up and you double it up and then there's that little devil sitting on your shoulder going, hey, you should just bet the lot. And it's like, no, actually, you know what? I'm going to take my chips and fuck off from the table. Yeah, we're done here. We had a good Walk run. Walk out of the casino happy. Finish on a high. I, yeah, no. I've been on 25 flights and no crashes. Let's yeah. fucking go. Now, do you want to take the Ferrari or do you want to go for what's inside the box? It's beep, beep, see ya. <laughs> I'm out of there. I've got a fucking Ferrari. Fuck your box. <laughs> Not interested. <laughs> Fuck it. So, um, yeah. So, what was what, wait? Where were we? Why did we get on this? Uh, I don't know. Jack says burgers. Jack never got on flights, and that's went, right. Yeah. Is, so that's why. That's, that's the show, man. I can't this fly can't to Hawaii. Get... I can't fly to Hawaii. Yeah. So I would take a cruise ship to Hawaii. Mm. So it would be a nice. I think it's a couple of weeks cruising up to At Hawaii. Oh, that's, yeah, that's a long trip. That one. Oh fuck yeah. But I'll cruise to Hawaii and then I'll cruise to Alaska, which will be another couple of weeks, and then I'll jump in the car and I'll do the other 48 states. So it'll yeah. be – I'm probably going to have to take six months off work to, in yeah. order to do this. But, hey, it'll be worth it at the end. What are you talking about? This is retirement plans. So retirement you plans. Oh, you look, we'll be working until we're fucking 80. 800, yeah. Yeah. They keep every, – every three years they keep putting the retirement age up three years in this country. So, you know, I'll be I'll drop dead at, at work at the age of eighty one and they'll be standing around in the coffee room going, He was gone too soon, Green. Gone too soon, mate. He, he didn't gone finish out though, he didn't finish those fucking legal didn't finish reports. Shift. Yeah. yeah, fuck him. Fucking prick. Uh, was, um, all the, was all the burgers. Uh Jack said it is crazy flying. You're actually in a tuna can with wings. It's I know. Not fucking like, wrong. And here's the thing, like every time I'm on a flight, and this is legit, I get sick afterwards because mm. it's a big old fucking germ pit. You're in a tube with a whole bunch of other people. Mm-hmm. I generally always end up having to fucking fly during winter. Yep. People are always fucking sick. They hop on the flight. No yep. matter what it is. And this is even fucking pre-COVID, man. Like, I, I remember seeing – do you remember just, that I, show QI, it, Greeno? Yeah, yeah, Stephen Fry? I remember seeing uh, an episode of QI where they were like, why did they ban smoking on planes? And someone said, oh, because, you know, cancer. And it was like, eh, wrong answer. It turns out that they banned smoking on planes because what they used to do, it, it was to save fuel. Yeah. And that doesn't make much sense, but hear me out. They used to run air filtering systems and air conditioning, like these top air filtering, air conditioning yeah, systems because people yeah, were smoking yeah. in the plane. So, But that takes extra fuel to run. So the airlines, to save money, that's why they banned smoking in the plane because they've done tests the air was actually cleaner in the plane when people were smoking in it because they were running all of these filtration systems. Yeah, 100%, man. Then now, that's why everyone gets sick now because they no longer, it's all that stuffy air in there. And they're not running the filters because they're saving money on fuel. Yeah. Yeah, that's why everyone gets sick. They don't give a fuck. No, they don't care. They got the money. They, they paid it. Yeah. Let's move on. They rocked up 12 hours late. It's like, ah, oh, we've delayed your flight. So ironically, you would be healthier if you fly a lot and you're in a smoking section, you'd be this is better a, off. This is a story, I think it's a story time from like, fuck man, I swear, well, obviously, actually we're definitely doing this show when I had this story time. Hmm. The flight I had down to Melbourne where I arrived at 4 a.m. in an airport for a 5 a.m. flight yeah. and for some reason that flight was delayed and then they are putting me on a flight at like 9 a.m. to Adelaide and then the flight from Adelaide to Melbourne was then delayed. And you got like then, you got there at like three o'clock in the afternoon or something. So, so ultimately, I would have been I, if I had driven from my house to Melbourne, I would have got there before this fucking diverted flight. Yeah. Like the round trip ended up being more than if I just driven yep. from Sydney to Melbourne. It yep. was insane. That's the, that's the only evidence you need. That's it. No and more the, flying. And, 
There's nothing you can do about it. You're like, oh, I want a refund. Well, no, too bad. No, we got you to your destination, but you got me there like nine hours late. Yeah, Yeah, no, that's not your problem. But you took me to a different state. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's not my problem. No, no, I I meant to go from Sydney to Melbourne. Yeah, but that's fine. You got there, right? Yeah, yeah. But I had to go to Adelaide and then fucking sit in Adelaide for four hours Mm -hmm. and wait three hours in Sydney and then get to fucking Melbourne. And then my, my car had already gone because... I was meant to arrive at fucking 9 a.m., but I arrived at 4 p.m. Anyway, all over the show. And let, <laughs> let me put this out there. Let me put this on the record. In the past, I have um, flown to other countries when a friend wants to have an exotic wedding in a different fucking country, right? I saw. I, uh, I know. I've been to a wedding in Vanuatu. I've been to a wedding in Thailand. Now, both of those couples are no longer fucking together, I might add. <laughs> okay. They've, uh, they've since divorced. Okay. <laughs> both of them. <laughs> So you'll have to tell me who the, I know one of the two. I'm trying to think. Of the second I'll tell you off. You have yeah. to tell me offline. Yeah. So I, I've done that in the past. I'm now again. I'm at this age where I'm I'm starting to check out of all of these weird. And I'm so happy I got to this age so I can it's really embrace it. I yeah. thought I wouldn't feel like this until I was elderly because society though, leads you, you to believe up. that you can only be really old before you start telling people get fucked and you don't care. That's not true. You can embrace that in your 40s, trust me, because I'm there now. And we are weeks away from a bingo hall, sir. Absolutely. We're weeks away from playing for Frozen Chooks on a Friday night, Greeno. Mm-hmm. Can't wait. I am now starting to develop this thing. So part of my no flying, I'm putting it on the record. If you're a lifelong friend of mine and you're planning some fucking exotic wedding in a location that I can only fly to, guess what? I'm not fucking going. And if the lady books comes to me and says, you have to go, it's the way I'm, I'm going to say to her, I don't give a fuck. I am not getting on another plane ever again. I'm not going. I don't give a fuck. I hope they have a great fucking wedding. I'm not going. I'm not leaving. Putting it out there. Uh, heaven forbid. Mm. Uh, uh, my lovely wife passes away too soon. Yes. They're, they're all I, gone too soon. Greener. Gone too soon. I get remarried. Yes. I'm like, Bro, I'm going to Vanuatu. Yeah, to a girl. You get remarried to a Korean girl, Greener, Korean that you meet girl. on the internet. Yeah, on the internet. Yeah, uh, I haven't seen, haven't met her yet. I'm looking. Says, don't worry. <laughs> yeah, she's good. Um, I'm getting married in three weeks. Can you hop on a boat? Are you going to be there? Yeah, boat's fine. That's sweet. Cool. Boats that's don't be, fucking that, fly. That's Greener. a precursor, right? Like, I, if I'm getting married in Vanuatu, I need to give you three weeks notice to get on a boat. Yeah, I love I love boat. cruises. I've I've been yeah. on many cruises. I'm a fucking platinum club member or whatever the fuck they call yeah. it. They love me blood, on the cruise sir. ships. I love being on a cruise ship. I don't even, when yeah. I go on cruises to other places, I don't even get off the fucking ship. You know, Good they point. they pull up to a different port and they're like everyone like ninety percent of the people on the cruise ship get off and they're like, Are you gonna leave? And I'm like, No, this is the best time to be on the ship and they're like, Why? And I said, Because no none of you are cunts are on here. <laughs> you know, now I can just do what I want, lay around near paid the pool. To, paid to be on the boat, not to be off the boat. Yeah, I, I have a drinks package. I'm going to sit here. I'm going to drink all day. I'm going to eat fucking, you know, gloriously and, you know, gluttonly. I'm going to embrace it. And while all, all you guys are off, while you all you guys are off getting fleeced by the locals at the tourist shops, I'm going to be here eating fucking free steak. You know, fuck That's that. It. I'm not getting off the boat at all. Set, <laughs> fuck it. Have me a set of coasts while you're there. Have you That's good? it. That's what I do on my holiday. Nothing. I'm not even yeah. taking the tour. I'm not. I'm not getting off the ship. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. <laughs> See you later. So yeah, no, I'll sail, but I'm I'm checking out completely of flying. Right. No, I'm with you. That's cool. Uh, Metal knife. Yep. If uh, Lady Greeno ever passes away, I get remarried. Yep. Got to give you and yeah, do an overseas uh, wedding. Wedding. Yeah. To be fair, I'm not. I'm fucking. I'm not getting married again because you realize. can sail anywhere. 
in the world as long as you're patient. Yeah. Okay. You can sail to Europe if you want. It's about six weeks, I think, you know, about a month. But you'll get there. You'll get there. That's what the fucking old people did. That's what Christopher Columbus did. That's what they used to do back in the day. They all came from Europe on a boat, right? So they had no motors. They were all doing all wind and sails, man. That's it. They didn't have waitresses bringing them cocktails near a pool either. There was no fucking skate rinks. You can sail to Europe in the lap of fucking luxury. Why would you want to fly? Why would you want to fly and be in that stuffy fucking cesspit of germs where you can't even smoke a cigarette when you could spend six weeks of your life getting served alcohol, eating, you know, buffet meals every day, laying by the pool and, you know, having waitresses bring you cocktails? Why would you want to get on a plane? I don't understand. Embrace the journey, Greeno. The cruise is also a germ pit. Ah, yeah, but it's different. It's more of a germ pit because everyone's having sex, Greeno. That's the main problem. Everyone's fucking their brains. Nice. Well, they're elderly, though. Well, they're elderly. Fucking Randy people, eh? That's not true. That's not true. Not a lot of elderly. Yeah, nah. It depends. I know. Well, I I think kinds of cruises. I used to. I used to. I used to work in a lot of young. A lot of young people. No, no, no. Give me out. Give me out, right? So I used to work out in front of uh, where the cruise ships dock, Mm -hmm. and I would go for a walk every day past the cruise ships. Mm -hmm. And you're right. There are some cruise ships that are young people there looking to fuck. It's a lot of young people. The majority of the cruise ships are a lot of fucking, there's a lot of grey nomads happening. How many cruises have you been on? Zero. Okay, what nice, I'm saying Gary. is, thank you. You pick. No, no. <laughs> thank you. How many? No, that, how many that's cruise, all you have to say. No, no, no. How many cruise ships have I walked past? Walked past. And seen people <laughs> have seen people going on? No. I'd say seventy percent elderly. What time were you walking past? Lunch Morning, time. lunchtime. When they fucking leave, mate. Yeah, no, they don't. Well, they don't really leave at lunch. They ch- generally leave like in the evening. No, they dock. They dock at lunch. Yes, but the they, old they people get, get the old like like old people do. They generally get there first. Yeah, they're early. Yes, <laughs> I, I'm telling you because I had the same kind of stereotypical view, having been on many, many, many cruises. No, now, I can tell you that it's. Now. I'm telling you, it's not true. There are there's just as many young people are they have nightclubs and shit on there these days. I know, but you 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 went on the cruise that no, had no, no. a nightclub. No, there was a lot what of I'm old saying, people on the cruises too. What I'm saying is they just they run in different circles. These cruise ships are so big. At one massive, end at great. one end of the cruise ship there'll be like a theatre and they'll yeah. have like fucking uh, you know, singing and stuff and they'll do a show. So the old people go to the shows and they, they say to you, Have you been to the show? It's lovely. They've got a lovely singer, she's wonderful, she's from Norway. And then you'll go up the other end of the ship and it's all kids taking eckies in the nightclub. <laughs> Greeno. Yeah. It's it's full on. Like, trust me, it's different. And again, why would you fly anyway? So you can't do that in a fucking thing. plane. That's yeah. a very fucking good point. Now you, you've sold me. I'm, I'm very anti-cruise ships personally because once again, we've well, never been on one. Greener. Now here's the thing. I'm anti-germs. I feel like there's more germs on a cruise ship. <laughs> but nev- then, yeah, I've, I've also put uh, as I pointed out in this show. Every time I go on a plane, I get sick. Yep. So maybe it's fucking the lesser of two evils, and I can have more fun on a cruise ship. You so will you've sold me, sir. You will me. legitimately be fine on a cruise ship as long as you wash your hands. Literally, that is the key. Just wash your hands. Yeah. If you as you if you wash your hands, I'm a big hand you'll washer. Be fine. So that's all good. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Same. Same as me. Yeah. So just make sure, just practice good personal hygiene, and you will not get sick. That's a, a, another like stereotype. It. The ones that um, you know, that people get gastro and stuff, they lock them in their rooms, Greener, mm. so they don't infect the rest of the shit. They don't. They don't wash their hands because they don't wash their fucking hands. If you keep yeah. washing your hands, you'll be fine. It's not that hard. Yeah. So anyway, 
Um, this show is now an hour and a half in and we haven't started the show yet. I know. Should, we just, be, should we just call it now at this point and say, oh, well, that was the show and save all the food you, stuff man. for next week? I don't know. It's up to you. Whatever you want to do. Is there, some, is there anything out of the food things you want to touch on? Well, I kind of wanted to touch on all of them. And I just, I guess, because we are becoming a food show now at this point. Yeah, let's go. Let's go. I think we can rapid fire a few of these. Okay. Well, this one I found interesting. You and I both... See, these are ramen noodles. In this country, we call them two-minute noodles. We don't call them yeah. ramen noodles here. But in the States, they're called ramen noodles. Have you seen this video yet? Have you looked at this? Yeah, I did. I watched okay. it. And what I've realized is there's a whole bunch of people on the internet who put videos up creating a whole bunch of shit just to get engagement because they create stupid shit to make people angry. Which we is need to watch to the do. video before you say your opinion. I know. I've that. seen it, though. What I'm saying is... So why, why is, am I going to play it then? You know what I'm saying? This is clickbait. And we're fucking, we're doing what this moron wants, right? Like, I don't care. I'd, I'm going to make it. I'm going to try. See All what, right, let's give it a go. You have a, look, have a look and look. see what you think out there. It's no, it's no man cheese, These are uncooked. We're only going to use. Okay. You're just going to place your ramen bricks down, and these are uncooked. We're only going to use half of the flavor packets and just spread them out. Why half? Uh, after that, you're Why half? That was my first question when I watched this, right? Marinara sauce like, there's sign. no reason with the amount of shit that's about to go in. If you watch it in retrospect, the amount of shit's going in afterwards, why are you halving the packet? Mm. You are not well, we don't want too much of it. We don't want a too bolder flavor profile, I guess. Okay, <laughs> chicken, yeah, chicken stock. Now, once again, chicken chicken noodles for the ramen uh, is nothing other than chicken stock. Yes. So they're about to put a bit of liquid in here anyway. Mm -hmm. So you're basically just halving the stock element, which you kind of need. Anyway. Now, in the uh, ramen noodle wars, I am very much pro-beef. I don't like the chicken flavor at all. Beef oh, is the wow, only no, sir, we are we're gonna to have to vehemently disagree here then. I know you're a chicken guy because you like to put tuna and shit in there. You know, you I do, do man. I, I go a tuna, I go new liquid, I go tuna, I go sriracha. Uh I mix it all together, it's fucking amazing. Yeah, see, I'm I'm more as, as, a kid, as is I used common to like in beef. our as is common in our relationship, I'm far more blue collar. So uh I I can I will I eat feel like chicken's more blue collar beef. Yeah, but I don't add shit to it. I will just do beef noodles with the with the flavor packet and that's it i don't yeah, have see, to put anything in it i'm no happy see with i that. <laughs> i used to do that until i was at the fucking blue cattle dog one night and getting pissed with a guy from ersko high i told my wife was, this story about yeah. uh, about a month or two ago and i put yeah. tuna in the chicken because we only had chicken and i was like fuck yeah. chicken and I put tuna in it, and I told her this story of how you met this guy drunken one night yeah. who gave you this tip about yeah. add, adding tuna to fucking ramen noodles. Adding tuna to ramen noodles. He's like, bro, you'll never fucking regret it. And I ate it that night. I'm like, this is amazing. And I've been doing it ever since. And my wife still looks at me with that same look I guarantee the Lady Boogs gave you. Yes. But fucking I so even off. I said, it's pretty good, actually. Do you want to try good, it? Right? And she was like, fuck no. I'm not tasting yeah. that. I'm like, it's chicken and tuna. They do this it's all the chicken time. Chicken and tuna. It's kind of like if you made like a fish stir fry, yep. that is exactly what it fucking tastes like. It's the cheat. It's the poor man's uh, fish stir fry. Anyway. Yes. Uh, Jack says uh, ramen noodles is fine prison cuisine. Oh wait, I've got prison cuisine for you coming up. Don't worry about that. We've got a good uh, one for come. that. Yeah. I'm using the rouse. This stuff is delicious. Marinara sauce. Now is that just pasito? Pasada. No, it's not passata. That that is just a bolognese sauce. That one, okay, because passata's thinner. Yeah, why do they call that it marinara just, sauce though? Uh, it's just uh, it's a wanky name for like a bolognese sauce. Bolognese sauce. You're just gonna pour it directly. Do you remember that that bolognese sauce that had mince in it that came in that red tin? 
Oh man, that's what I fucking the grew up with. You talk about yes. you talk about fucking poor Western people. That's us, man. Yeah. We used to have it. It was a Legos yes, jar Legos. of tinned, tinned fucking mints and so I did not realize till I was an adult that we were eating tinned mints as a child, and my parents were basically poisoning us. Or maybe that's why I'm like I survived. I don't know. But it was a tin. I don't know what preservatives are in this thing. I'm looking for it. <laughs> I'm looking for it. It's still in the stores, man. I was tempted to give it to my kids as a punishment one day. And I'm like, this is what dad used to eat. Found it. It's the, it Fuck is the it. worst. I fucking found it. it is the, it's on eBay, is... Greeno. $7 you'll pay for that. Yeah. 680 grams of the shit. Beef in a tin. It never used to. This is a fancy label. It didn't even. This looks nice. It didn't it look used... that fancy when we were it kids. It was a brown bog. Yeah. Of like preservatives yes, it really and, mint is. Yeah. and like tomato. You know what though? I've still I've had it probably in the last couple of years because I'll get nostalgic and I'll be like because I used to do remember chip surprise, Greeno? Yeah, 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 I remember. This was the secret ingredient on chip surprise. And this chip was surprise, the mince yeah. that you would pour over the top of your chips. Lego spaghetti sauce. And you get you get fucking nostalgic and it's like, you know, I'm gonna oh, get a yeah, tin yeah. of that fucking shit mint stuff because it's oh. got beef in it in the tin. And it, it this was, stuff, the, the shelf life on this is like 10 years, this this stuff. It was it this thing forever. So for our, any, no, we, got to fuck it, we got no listeners. But if we had listeners and they were Australian or American, this was like pre-Domios, right? So in Australia, yeah. we didn't have like pasta sauces back it's in Lego's the day. It's Lego's Authentico grid. This, this is what we had, right? And then in like 1992 maybe, yeah. they started bringing out like our tomato sauces and then you can get fresh mints yeah. and put it with the fucking jar sauce because, hey, it's not going to poison you as much with the Australian <laughs> beef. It's in a tin. In a tin. It's been sitting on the shelf for six months. Like, ah. Oh. It was the worst, but now I'm like, I, if I got a week free mm. and can get gastro for a week, I'm yeah. going to go get myself a can of that. Yeah. And just try to come up with a recipe for it. Greg. And enjoy it. Like, yeah, that's, that's going to be good. That's going to be amazing. That's going to take me back to my childhood. Well, it can't be it's, any worse than what this fucking thing is. Oh, what this fuck <laughs> is doing, like with the half a packet of that. Maybe instead of the marinara sauce, you put the fucking Legos on top of this. With, with the Legos bog sauce, hundred percent. Fuck yeah. All right, let's carry on. ...over the noodles. Then on top of that, we're gonna do about a cup and a half of heavy whipping cream. Mm. On top of that, we're gonna spread about a cup of ricotta, spread it over everything here. So, we're so this is, at this point, we're looking like maybe a pasta bake. Mm. Now, generally what would happen is you'd make, you'd make your own red sauce with fresh tomatoes and mints. Uh, you'd kind of make your own bechamel. Mm. Uh, then, you'd, then, you'd get, then you'd get your cheese on top. Whatever he's done, I don't know why the noodles are in there. You'd probably go, you'd definitely get a pasta. Uh, you can do a free pack. Free pack of, I don't know why you're using noodles, but you can get a packet of pasta for like a buck mm. for a pasta bake. Like that seems, that actually seems less cost effective. Like, cause I can buy a packet of penne for a buck, but that six pack of noodles is going to cost me nine bucks. That's not cost effective. Greeno, I've just found a Legos ad, I think, from back in the day. So let's quickly. Oh, yes. Let's have a look, sir. Let's quickly. Yes, it is. Oh, it's definitely the early 90s. This is back when we were kids, Greeno. This is what we grew up with. This is what we thought Legos pasta sauce. Don't ruin it for the fans, Greeno. Oh, sorry. <laughs> this, is what we, this is what we thought. Uh, yeah, look, 1991, Australia. No, the, no, and then let's pause. This is what we upgraded from from that tin ship. That's right. This was the... 
This was the this is what people had to fork out extra for <laughs> instead of the tin sauce that we just showed you. Okay, this is called Lego's Authentico quote tastes of Italy, Greeno. Nineteen ninety one Australian commercial. What are you cooking? Authentic chicken cacciatore. With garlic, onions, tomatoes, mushrooms, herbs, spices, and wine. Of course. Mmm. Authentic chicken cacciatore. And so fast. How did you do it? I can't lie to you, Uncle Bob. I use Lego's new taste of Italy recipe base. One tub has all the ingredients for all this chicken. Oh my God. Here, you keep this one. Lego's new taste of Italy. That's how you do it. That's how you yeah. do it. Uh, can you go uh, 1991 Domeo? 1991 Domeo. And, and side note, we fucking got fucking blocked for our YouTube thing last week because we showed a bunch of shit off YouTube, oh, which well, I found a little bit ironic. Oh, yes. Here we're talking. That's the one. Okay. Let's have a look. So this is this was our first ever exposure to, like, tomato sauce. This is Italian food, yeah. Pasta sauce that didn't have tin mints in it. This was Italian. Now, Domio was the competitor to Lego. Okay, yeah. they were like the Woolworths and Coles of the era when it came to yeah. Italian foods. Journey through the richer side of Italian cooking with Domio's rich and hearty bolognese sauces. They've gone the more Godfather motif, you know. Mm. Bacon, red wine, blended with eggplant, tomatoes, or olives for a bigger taste experience. <laughs> These ones never put the so the tagline was we it's something like we put the good things in so you'll wear the Domio grin. Domeo grin. That was later. I think it was like ninety-four. Ah, I see. But this was like the first kind of like Domio introduction. Yes. And that's when like my parents were like, Oh, maybe we should get this instead of the tin shit. And it's not much better, to be fair. It's still full of preservatives. You've got to buy your own mints. This is the one I remember. The the lady. Dormio bolognese sauces are made from the finest natural ingredients, deliciously blended to create the natural taste of a great bolognese. With plump tomatoes and a mafia boss. That's Dormio. We put the good things in, so you'll wear the Domeo Domeo Grin. There That's the you one. Go. That's nice. a good ad. We put the good things in, so you'll wear the Domeo Grin. <laughs> Fucking fantastic. Very good. Uh, uh, let's get back to this guy who's ruining noodles. <laughs> Is he though? I'm going to try it because I uh, I look at these things and go, yeah, I'll give it a crack. I mean, it's it's probably like five dollars of ingredients. Who gives a fuck if it's no nah, man? Th- those noodles themselves are going to cost you five bucks. There's six packets. <laughs> well, yeah. it cost the living. Five bucks. Yeah. Yeah. Some mozzarella cheese over this whole thing. We want to get this wall to wall of cheese. We're going to add some pepperoni. We're okay. just going to place these pepperonis on the whole uh, thing. That We're going to go with some Parmesan. $15 with pepperoni. You can grate <laughs> Literally. Parmesan yourself. I don't think it's $15 My, worth. That's $15 nah, worth. My kids I, at least five. Devour. Oh. You get those little packets, Greeno. No, I, I get the packets, man. Pre-sliced. My kids eat so much pro- processed food, it's not funny. Yeah. That's about... 
That's about eight bucks. You did used to run a deli, so they it was it was going to be in their jeans, wasn't it? They were going to eat a lot yeah. of oh. processed meats coming up, weren't they? Hundred percent. When when <laughs> they the didn't have a like, choice, oh. the poor buggers. Well, my doctor was like, "Oh, he, he's your cholesterol issues. Lay off these things, the processed meats." And That's I'm like, all my favorite my, meats. <laughs> my my kids' cholesterol must be through the roof as I'm packing their lunches. <laughs> then we're going to hit it with that Italian seed. You do eat more fucking processed meats than like a. 60-year-old Jewish man in the Bronx. We, we, we go through about $35 of processed meat a week. I shit you not. I shit you not, man. Flavor. We're gonna so much processed meat. Do you still eat Devon? No, no, there's no Devon in our house, man. No I can't bring one. So here's the thing, right? Because I worked in a deli and I understand how the de- the meat industry works, yeah. I cannot bring myself to subject my kids to it. Mm. So like, from three years of age, they've been eating like leg ham and shit. Ah, okay. Like, they, yeah. they like... Good salami, like good they're, salami. They're eating, yeah. they're eating good meat, but that's still chock full of like fat and shit. But nonetheless, they're enjoying. It. I can't bring him Devon. I can't give. If I gave fucking uh, my daughter Devon, mm. she would fucking spit it in my spit face. Spit it back at you. you go, what the fuck, what the is, fuck this? is this, man? Yeah. Like get this shit away from me. <laughs> good girl. Fucking disgusting. That's get my away. girl. Good on I'm her. Like, that's right. 100%. I'm like a good girl. <laughs> Chicken loaf? Over this. What the fuck is this chicken loaf? Where's my where's my fucking like deep oh, fried Lady chicken? Lady Brooks breast? loves chicken loaf, and I've always found it god rank. No, I chicken loaf is the most it. disgusting. It's chicken awful. loaf, uh, yeah. square ham, and Devon mm. are like the cesspool of now, the see, sandwich meat. Square ham, though, I love spam. I love spam because no, I fry. It, no, yeah. I f- I fry it up. I've I've used spam. I've been known to cube it and put it in like spaghetti bolognese, and people oh, are like, no, oh my god, no, because I'll fry it up yeah. so it's nice and crispy. So they're like little bacony kind of little chunks in the yeah. bolognese, and people don't know what it is, and they go, oh, this is really good. I'm like, yeah, it's full of fucking spam. Enjoy. Yeah, it's back on it. Yeah, you want to fry it up, it's okay. <laughs> Whole thing. We want to get this wall to wall of cheese. We're gonna add some pepperoni. We're just gonna place these pepperonis on the whole thing. We're gonna go with some parmesan here. You can grate the. I have. Eaten Eaten spam out of a can before with a spoon. I'll be honest. That's, that sounds so. I, I'm not a ham. I, I don't eat ham, so oh, like that sounds disgusting to me in general. No. But the fact I've seen the jelly that comes out of the spam. I've seen what like yeah. It's, You'll be amazed good. what looks good at three o'clock in the morning when you get home from a gig, Greeno, and you've got no Ooh. money. <laughs> you know, and you go no, to the with you, man. And you're like, fuck. That's why I'm I was so eating, hungry. What have I got? That's why I was eating noodles and fucking tin tuna, man. <laughs> Like that thing costs like a buck. The Parmesan yourself, so then we're gonna hit it with that Italian seasoning. Italian for seasoning, extra flavor. We're extra flavor, the- but you took the chicken flavor out of it. You, now you want extra flavor, but anyway. It's in for about fifty minutes. Okay. All right, our ramen. I mean, it doesn't look bad, does it? It looks okay, but I don't understand why the noodles are on there. Lasagna is done, and it turned out delicious. I'm just gonna dig out a even when he when he gets a bit out. This. That doesn't look half bad. That doesn't look bad at all to me. It looks okay from the outside, but yeah, I, it's, it's probably going to be okay. It's probably like, going to be okay. It's sauce, cheese, and noodles. It's not going to be bad. No, it should be fine. Mm. Okay, I mean, it's a poor man's lasagna. I'm going to give this guy a nice carry. Nice carry! Uh, now, I wanted to... There is one... Something here. I found this interesting, Greeno. This is a boudog is apparently a traditional Mongolian dish made with hot stones in which the meat is cooked 
inside an animal skin. Today it evolved into the modern cork dog, a cork hog. Greeno, what do you notice about this? What, what catches your attention? It looks like a bit. It even looks like a, a butt crack or a set of boobies. I don't know. Which one? It looks like an uh, ass crack that's volcanic farting. I yeah, think, well, yeah that's true. <laughs> it's fantastic. Now, what do you think looks more appealing? The ramen noodle lasagna, Greeno? This? What's, what's inside this? the ass crack, though? I don't know. They're cooking something. It's meat, cooking meat in there. Um, I thought this was utterly fantastic because this has always been a pet peeve of mine when people in this country, when people talk about how wonderful multiculturalism is, I've always laughed at the fact that the really the only thing that they ever talk about is restaurants, as though cookbooks can't travel, you know? Yeah. Like, oh, if we didn't have multiculturalism, you know, we wouldn't have all of these wonderful Italian, Greek, Greek. What do you mean we wouldn't have Italian restaurants? We had Domio. We were fine. We had Italian stuff fucking covered in the early 90s. What the fuck are you talking about? Fish in the jar. Yeah. And they always say shit like, oh, the fucking, what are you, British, like fucking meat and two veg, you know? Meat and fucking three veg. Oh, oh, fucking British food is so fucking boring. Well, to people who say British food is so boring, I give you this. Welcome to Jurassic Park. <laughs> this is so good. How many potatoes did he use? There's probably about a dozen potatoes there. This is pretty good, though. It's so good. You can't tell me that Zaki wouldn't fucking go wild if you presented this to him. Look at the little uh, chicken schnitzel dinosaurs eating the eating the broccoli grito. Eat, the no, trees. no, no. Once again, man, I, I've raised my kids well, and they are fussy eaters. Those fucking dinosaur nuggets, yeah. my kids fucking spit out. Really? They refuse. They to sound eat. like now, arrogant little pricks. If you don't. No, 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 because they're like ungrateful little real. pricks. No, because I've given them real nuggets, so they're like, "What the fuck is this?" Well, you can so make they know the nuggets food. if you want. They might yeah, be they might nuggets. be handmade what I'm nuggets. Is they look the like they've been potato. shaped. The mashed potato and gravy. That's my kids epic. Would devour, man. That like, is that would epic. Be nuts on that. I would. I, I would love to just sit there with a spoon and just give me give me that mashed potato fucking mountain and the gravy river and just let me have at it. Just let me, and I'd probably start from the top down and eat my way down to the pool at the bottom. See, if I like mashed potato, once again, I'm not a fucking, I don't like the texture of a mash, so I don't eat it. But if I like mashed potato. You don't mash, even eat mashed potato? I don't like the texture, man. It tastes like food that someone else has eaten already. Oh, maybe you've never had my mashed, my mashed potato is pretty good. I don't it's, know, man. It's like it, a nice. taste? No, it's like. Does it taste like something or someone's already eaten? No, it's more like whipped cream, if anything, <laughs> the way I do yeah, it. Yeah, that. Whipped cream tastes like something someone's already eaten, no, and then spat onto a bowl, and they're gonna fucking eat it again. Oh, you're crazy! Uh, my uh, I'm, I'm putting together the uh, the you like you like you poles, like though. canoodles though, don't you? What you like canoodles? Those things, yeah, the, the little the potato dumplings. dumpling things. They're you like gave little, me that good. They're like little they, clouds they, of potato. Yeah, they had a, a solid element uh, to them. But they they're, they're solid, but then fluffy as well. At the same fluffy, time. yeah, that doesn't taste like something someone's already eaten. Hmm. Um, I'm putting together the age demographics for the first ever Stephen C's Memorial Poll, sir. Yes. Uh, of what age is too old to say someone has gone too soon? Mm. I've gone over 70, over 80, over 90. Everyone's gone too soon as the options. Yeah. Do we need to make it younger or are we happy with those options? Uh, no, I think that's fair enough. <laughs> all right. I think that covers Excellent. all of our bases. All right. Excellent. All right. Putting it out there. Fantastic. We need to get the, uh, the live poll. So 
check in before the fucking the end of the show. All right, here's, uh, this he, thing, this, this is thing is the food. most disgusting thing I've ever fucking seen in my life, sir. Jacko, this one's for you, buddy. This is uh, you mentioned prison food before. Have a look at this guy. This is uh, making nachos in a hotel sink. Let's have a look. Now, what is that device there, Greeno? That's a blender. That's a blender. That's a hand blender. Oh, a hand that's blender. A hand blender. Oh, that's fancy pants to me. Those yeah, hand blenders, they also place. heat. They also heat as well, don't they? Because he's putting. They're just he's, no good, man. He's like, just putting it in the water to heat the water up, though. I'll just get a food processor. Oh, that might be a heating thing. Yeah, yeah maybe. Actually, I think you're right there. I feel like that's just heating something up. Yeah, it's heating the water up. Oh, side note, you just fucking reminded me. Hmm. I am making homemade peanut butter tomorrow, and I'm going to send you a photo. Nice, Gary. Because nice, I looked it up, Gary. and I saw the photo you sent me about the jar peanut butter. Yep. 100% right, peanuts. Ingredients. Yeah, 100% peanuts. peanuts. You're right, man. Nice. Yeah. Fucking sorry book to you. Thank That's you. all peanuts. But I'm like, I feel I can make a homemade peanut butter yeah. for under the cost that you pay for the job. I'm just saying. I've got to tell you, so, I told the Lady Boogs uh, about that, our whole conversation about the peanut butter. And I said, yeah. Greeno's never heard of this 100% peanut butter. Before. Never heard of it until last week. Yeah. And he hates peanut butter. And I said, well, anyway, he was so inspired that he's going to make his own peanut butter. And she rolled her eyes and she said, I've fucking tried that. You could, it's so much cheaper to just buy it and it's so much easier. Like you can, it's, you'll spend more on peanuts to get the same amount of peanut butter because the reason that it's cheaper is they do it in big factories and shit and you don't have a big factory, you know, <laughs> you know what I mean? So I'm, I'm, I'm keen to see how it goes. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do a cost benefit analysis. Yeah. And I'm going to get back to you. But it's week. it will literally end up basically the same as what you get in a jar because you're not. There are no other ingredients. It's That's just point. peanuts. So if I, all I also just buy peanuts and spend ten minutes at a fucking food processor, I can yeah. do that. Okay. Because I made uh, I made this lemon spread for the kids. Ladybugs used to make her own peanut butter. She used to make her own almond milk, all that yeah, kind of good, stuff. Man. Yeah. Yeah, Ladybugs. She's fucking. She's all over. She's it. all over it, man. So. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm keen to see how the peanut butter goes. And I want you, know, you to man, put a little jar. Up, yeah. I want you to put a little jar aside for me. Grant. I'm going to put a little jar aside for the next catch. I think we're catching up. I oh, know we still a little bit, a little bit to a next catch up. Yeah, that gives you time to perfect I'll do it the in advance, man. I'm going to perfect it. I'm going to do it for the kids this weekend. And they can eat the bad shit and then I'll make it good for you <laughs> in about Use five up. weeks. Trial it on there. <laughs> and I'll make some good shit for you in five weeks. Man. Fantastic. <laughs> All right, let's get back to bathroom nachos. I think you're right here, man. He's eating up that water yeah. with whatever that, that, like, that's a dildo, I think. I think that's a dildo. <laughs> that's a warming dildo. Little chilies. Now, this is what generally goes in nachos, and that's great, but I don't understand why all this shit is going in water. Now, I don't know about you. Have you ever cooked a meat in some hot water? Uh, yeah, it's called blanching. It's called blanching, right? Uh, it's also called, uh, there's another thing as well, but you normally do it in, like, a sous vide. You do it like wrapped. You don't just put the meat straight into it. Um, I tell you where I'm kind of cheating a little bit. You use it a lot with certain kinds of German sausages, mm -hmm. where you give them like a warm bath. Yeah, yeah. You, know, you slow cook them that way in like warm water. So you know, but people will blanch like chicken and stuff, uh, especially. So if you're doing like, um, so if you're doing like smoked meat or you know stuff on like say a spit, for example. Like say you're doing a bunch of chickens and shit, people will get them started in a hot water bath, like a brine bath, you know, and then yeah. put them like on the smoker or whatever. So just to get them started, to bring them up to temp kind of thing. 
um, and add a little like moisture into it, like so it sucks up all the water and stuff, so that's nice and juicy when it comes out. So yeah, it does happen. Um, this is a different level, though. <laughs> you know, obviously. Yeah, this is, once again, this is just doing stupid shit on the internet to get fucking clicks, and we're fucking sucking ourselves into this. Well, I love it. I'm I'm very keen. I'm I'm glad that people are taking these risks out there. The thing that guy that, is legitimately not eating us. Swear to God. I think he takes a bite at the end. But the thing that keeps coming to my mind when I watch this is, do you know what isotopes are, Greeno? Uh, isn't that a Springfield baseball, uh, softball team? That's also an isotope. Yeah. But it's, I think it's like, it's like, it's, it's obviously a microscopic thing. So it was once explained to me by someone who was studying, I don't know what that was, some form of science. Okay. And it was explained to me when someone farts in a room and you can smell it and everyone thinks that's funny. I'm like, yeah. They said what's actually happening is the air is being filled with microscopic poo isotopes. So you're smelling it because little tiny frag- airborne fragments of that person's shit are going up your nose and landing on your tongue. And that's why you can smell that's why you can smell a fart. Because yeah. like and when you think of it like that, you know, everyone's like, Oh, who farted? That conversation just comes to my mind every single time now. Yeah. So in a bathroom, <laughs> I can only imagine that there are little tiny microscopic, there are little poo isotopes all over this. Place. All over this. This, oh, is, well, why, this look, is why they say you shouldn't put your toothbrush in the same place where your toilet is. Toilet, 100%. Yep. There was a uh, uh, Mythbusters episode yep. that literally did a test on it. Yep. And there was just basically like, you might as well have just shat on your toothbrush. Yes. If you have your bathroom yes. in the same room as your t- toothbrush. Because little microscopic airborne pieces of shit, I can't be any more blunt, are, mm-hmm. you know, laced everywhere over everything in the toilet. So, and this guy's putting guacamole on fucking bit, bit of guac on the bench. Have a look at how close, have a look at how close the toilet is to the sink. Eating it, it's just fucking, yeah. look, I'm, I'm a pretty liberal dude when it comes to the, to the bathroom in the essence of like, yeah, you what know, you'll tolerate, probably, yeah. If I want to read a book or I want to be on my phone, like that's that's where I do my my best work. You know what I mean? Like, of course, that's, that's a only, thinking man's throne, isn't it? That is literally the only time I have like fucking ten minutes away from the kids talking to me. Mm. And even when I'm on the toilet, it's still fucking like they're still annoying me nonetheless. Mm. That's the only time I get a chance to look at my phone. So if you look at my phone data, it's mm. like, hey, you use your phone you know, sixty minutes this week, yeah. uh, and then you look at the yeah, brackets. Six ten minutes. When I did, yeah, it was literally. <laughs> Fucking the same time I'm in the bathroom every time. That's the only time I use my phone. Jack says, if I'm making nachos in the heat of desperation in a hotel room, I'm skipping the meat. Yeah, I, I, I've been known to just I'm get with you, man. Just get, corn chips get some corn chips, get cheese. some wok. Yeah. Why are you doing this near a toilet? Like, just fucking Why corn not? chips. Why not? <laughs> yeah, you don't need mints. Trust me. Especially not well, one Because hotels don't have kitchens, water. right? You don't have a kitchen in your hotel room. Uh, depends. Depends how high up you are in the management. Well, scale. obviously, if he's making it in the toilet, 
He's not in nah, there. That's, that's no good. That's I've, I've been, this one has a when, coffee station only. <laughs> when I was in a certain tier of management, my room had like an ensuite and shit and like a kitchenette. And then I got, I didn't get demoted. I just went to a different role. Mm. And the next hotel was like a Motel 6. Yeah. And I'm like, they're like yeah, we're what not, happened we're not to my spending hotel? kitchen money on this fucking prison. Yeah, and they're like, oh, no, no, this is what you get. And I'm like, hell, well, I was in a different role last year. And I had a fucking, I had like an, I was overlooking fucking Melbourne. Yeah. I'm like, what now happened? you're just looking at another building, making nachos looking, in the toilet. 100% making nachos in the toilet. <laughs> oh, that oh. thing looks disgusting. Oh. Now look, okay, let's let's pause for one minute, right? Now, I'm going to put the toilet thing to one side, right? My sink is not next to my bathroom, right? I have a separate toilet to from a bathroom, Zach. Mm-hmm. Now I'm a dude who shaves his head every day. Yep. And I'm looking at this, and like also, obviously, in in the the sink in your your bathroom, you're <clears throat> brushing your teeth. You yep. know, my family's brushing their hair, those kind of things. Yep. So all we're seeing is like spit and flam and fucking like <clears throat> head shavings and shaving cream all inside that particular sink. Mm. I I can't imagine a situation where I'm like, hey man, let's fucking Let's whack some mints in there. Like I'm, I'm feeling more comfortable eating the 1987 Legos jar. Well, we were talking about poo it. isotopes. It almost looks like a pile of shit. That is sink. a poo isotope right there. That's a big poo what's isotope. The, what's, is, is he putting some paprika on top or a bit of turmeric there? What's going on there? Yeah, I guess that packet nacho spice or whatever you buy, which is now, probably a combination of turmeric and paprika. I'm, and, I'm trying to, be, I'm trying to be a fixer here, right? Like. If you've gone to all this effort to boil some mints in a sink in a bathroom, <laughs> the amount of money you could have spent on a small little gas burner, yes, ring, <laughs> just take it with you, pack it in your suitcase, just take it with you. That, yeah. Like you can get one of those from a candy store for like fifty bucks, yeah. and a butane little thing costs you like five bucks. Yeah, you could have done that, but I'm guessing you're not getting as many stupid clicks as we're giving these people. There's actually, this reminds me of a channel that I was watching a while ago. Um, there is a channel on YouTube. If I remember it, I'll post it in the Discord. It's a guy who does prison recipes, like how to cook things in prison. And, and it's that is so fine. good. It's so good. That, like, you, but like it's like that, ham that and cheese coming. sandwiches and shit, you know? Like, yeah, man. That makes sense. Yeah. You've got a cell and you've got very limited supplies. You and get contraband from the kitchen and you want to whip yeah, yourself up a snack. Yeah, very limited uses. This is different. This is someone who's in a fucking, like, looks like a four-star hotel, I'll say, um, and has chosen to do, This guy's just been a dickhead. I don't like this guy. <laughs> <laughs> to me, the most, uh, that's, I don't know how people open cans that way. They don't. He's being a dickhead. He's cooking mints in the sink. That's, and he's you using know, a knife. That's going to ruin your knife, open. sir. This is not how you look after a blade as a former butcher, as a former knife handler, professional uh, knife handler. I can tell you that this makes my asshole pucker in fear watching this, this knife being gouged into this tin here. Not, not even that. You I can don't even do this once in. only and then that's it. The knife's fucked after that. <laughs> You've ruined I, it. I don't know what's in the can, but I guarantee you can get a ring pull can for that. Also, <laughs> a can opener is going to cost less than what the knife cost. <laughs> Just put it out. They there. probably have a can opener in the hotel. There's a can opener in the hotel. <laughs> this guy is just a fucking douchebag. Fuck this guy. And then he sits on the toilet and eats it. 
It's just all solid it's, what it's do you, uh, Side note, what do you think of the presentation here where he's balled up the guac, balled up whatever no, no, the good, fuck? Mate. What is that in the middle there? I don't even know what that is. I don't is. even know what that is. That's that's what And he, balled he, up uh, the salsa. That's what he deposited I, earlier. I'm I guessing. don't I don't actually mind that because sometimes I want a little more guac than salt because most the traditional thing to do is just layer everything, isn't it? Like you put the guac down it, and then the salsa on top and, you know, the cheese. If you, you, you going to do that, and, you know. I'd recommend putting them in separate bowls. Yeah. But I guess yeah. he's, he's, well, he's not worried on, about hygiene, is he? So. On a fucking kitchen bench. <laughs> so, sorry, a toilet bench. Yeah. So separate bowls from the, on the agenda. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, look, I don't I don't hate it because I can pull the meat off mm. and then dip it in. So that that's fine for me personally. Yeah. Um, the fact he's gone, he's gone all that effort to boil the meat. I'm, the I'm sink, very interested. But then he's gone, he's gone microwave cheese the, on the, the back cheese end. in a bag. Is that a thing? Melted cheese? Yeah, in a bag? Yeah, it does. Ex- it does exist in America because I'm, I'm a big fan of like liquid cheese. Okay. Um, you are. I've find, never really done it ever, honestly. Hard to find it in Australia, but then I wor- I've worked out how to make it myself, and then I can't go back to liquid cheese. They used to do this. How thing do called, you make it? Uh, it is you just melt it, don't you, and it turns into liquid? It's sort of. It's like a, it's a combination. Well, I did it for the nachos when you came over. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like, it's kind of like a roux to begin with. A what? And then a roux. So like uh, butter and plain flour. Okay. Once you get that bad boy up and running, then you're adding, uh, depending on what your situation is, you can do a, a milk element or mm. a cream element, mm. and then you're doing whatever cheese you want to get it to a consistency or it becomes liquid cheese. So is this, so fondue, would you do a cheese fondue and have melted cheese? I've never done a cheese fondue personally. I feel like a fondue uh, is literally nothing but cheese over a constant flame. Okay. But there's certain cheeses you need to use for the fondue. See, because when I think of a fondue though, it's always like people like here in this country, that it's like chocolate and stuff. It's never... Yeah, there's I've chocolate. I've never seen a cheese one, honestly. Yeah, 1970s was very cheese fondue. That's fucking, that's what we need to do next 70s cuisine time. is fucking epic. That's what we need to do next time we hang out. We need to do a fucking cheese fondue because they do like a nice little dipping bread and shit. I'm going to start a YouTube channel one day and it's going to be like pulling out those microwave cookbooks. I'm sure other people have done it, but it'll be yeah, more fun, what's his it'll name? Be more fun uh, with me. Nat, uh, Nat's what I reckon already does it. Ah, uh, does he? Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> First of all, as a tucker fucker. Uh, but, <laughs> it's so good. But he would be bagging it out, I reckon. He is, yeah, 100%. Yeah, see, no, I'm going to embrace it. I'm going to say how fucking okay. good it is. You know, let's make the it's, let's make the microwave great again, you know. It's, it's not good, man. <laughs> it's no good. I'm lit- I've got one recipe that works in the microwave, and yeah. that is it. People and used to do micro- pot roasts and everything in the microwave. 100%, man. There's like one, yeah, literally only one recipe that actually tastes Do we not have added. ovens? Because it's not even quicker to do it in the microwave. No, it? it's really not. I feel like it was a convenience thing, like a fad. Why is it so convenient? What's, what's convenient about it? Well, you think don't about have to it. clean you, the oven? I, I well, no, no, you think about it. Like if you put a chicken in a microwave and cook a whole roast chicken, yeah. that takes like 60 minutes in a microwave, but yeah. it tastes like shit. But if you put it in the oven, that same chicken is going to take you two and a half hours. So you save an hour and a half. I guess. I guess. No, good. Yeah. But. I am a microwave fiend. I like, I'll use the microwave wherever possible. Um, I don't think I, I can't remember the last time I used the microwave for anything other than defrosting, to be fair. Uh, I reheat. Definitely reheat. Oh, sorry. And apologize. Reheating. Yeah. So like. Heating up some not, yeah night before dinner, I'll chuck in the microwave. Yes, not to cook anyway. So I made a really nice spaghetti. So my spaghetti sauces have slowly now become 
Uh, I've changed my whole philosophy on spaghetti sauce, Green. A little story time for you. I like mm-hmm. stories about pinatas. I've always been very meat-based with the spaghetti sauce, and so I like a nice, really, you know me, man. I like it nice yeah. and rich and meaty. Almost and like a, a ragu, if you will. Yeah, it's got to be thick and very rich, yeah. you know, very rich. A lot of tomato, bursting with tomato flavor, bursting. Mm-hmm. like I like a little spice in it and very peppery and just all the different kinds of meaty goodness in there. Yeah. And, you know, since the cost of living crisis, <laughs> we've actually, it was actually Lady Boogs who came up with this idea and she was like, I'm like, she's like, can we do spaghetti? I'm like, I don't really have enough, you know, stuff to do a good spaghetti sauce. She's like, why don't you sub some shit in there? I'm like, what do you mean sub some shit? And she's like, you know, you're good at, you know, subbing shit. You're good at just looking at the fridge and coming up with something. Just go and have a look and sub some shit in. So now eventually my meat has become like it's half vegetable based now my that's spaghetti good, sauce that's so, a good spaghetti sauce man because you, you're I'm talking doing, about like yeah but i'm doing i've changed the like order of how I, I used to put like say the onions in first and brown them up a bit put chopped garlic in and, and mix that in there and then add the meat and then go from there i'm doing it backwards now so i'm kind of i'm doing the meat first right okay. and then i'm adding like fresh herbs onions red onion shit like chopped zucchini is going in there nasty (laughs) man corn and it's actually if you look at it it looks like a vegetable kind of pasta sauce it's still got meat in there but because i'm doing the meat sauce i'm not like burning off the vegetables first like i'm not burning off the onion and so you're getting these little kind of explosions of freshness in the sauce instead of you know, a traditional kind of spaghetti sauce where it's just kind of like a mix, like a bleh, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's actually like you can identify each individual ingredient which in is, the sauce now. Yeah, and it's very chunky and it's like yeah, it's actually really nice, yeah. So I was but, quite lazy the other day. So we did a spaghetti sauce and I was like, okay, need to get the bubby girl fed. I need to give this spaghetti sauce a second life. So I just, I cooked up like uh, some basmati rice and I had mm-hmm. like, half a kilo of this leftover spaghetti sauce in the fridge, cooked rice up the basmati rice, like so much rice, like oh, man, I don't a know huge amount one. of rice. Yeah, yeah. I just heated up the spaghetti sauce in the container that it was in, in the microwave, and then lumped this fucking like a kilo of basmati rice into it and stirred it all up. And it was fucking, it was amazing. Nice, Gary. Nice, because it was basically like there was not enough spaghetti sauce to create another spaghetti dish. However, I just did a rice dish that was flavoured like spaghetti it's sauce. Not, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, yeah, I get it. You stir it through the rice, the rice changes colour, and you're like, look at that, we made another dish. Fucking fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got Bubby Girl fed in 10 minutes. It was fucking beautiful. Well, about it. <laughs> um, there's, there's a dish I'm doing tomorrow night, maybe Sunday night, I forget what I put on the agenda. But it's a similar, not so much similar thing, but like a different vegetables though. So the, mm. the base is the very, it's, it's not like a, a real traditional kind of Italian spaghetti, spaghetti sauce base mm. of your, your celery, yep. your carrot and your onion. Yeah. Carrot. Yeah. hundred percent. It, it sounds fucking stupid, right? Until no, you no, fry no, it off. I'm interested. You yeah. fry it off and then you smell it and you'll know. So right? you don't boil it first. No, no, no. Fuck no. Do not ever. You want boil it crunchy. It. No, you want it crunchy, right? To the, your point is the texture. Mm. So celery, carrot, onion, that's your first fry-off. Celery then, and spaghetti. Then 100%, man. It, it sounds stupid, 
but it's genius. And the the you will. How smell do you get around the, the stringiness of the celery, though? Good. No, you, you're small chopping everything. Everything is like dice, super half, diced. A, half a centimeter by half a centimeter. Yeah, right. Diced, okay. right? So 0.5, What's that? Five mil. Everything's five mil small diced. You're frying that bad boy off. You're getting some crunch, which gives that the integrity, right? Then you're adding your garlic to, to permeate all those things that just been fried off. Mm -hmm. Then you're adding your mints. Yeah. Then you're adding your sauce. Yeah. So if you, you want to mix it up and, and half your, like, your meat quotient, they're, the, they're your three key ingredients. Your onion, your celery, and your carrot, all finely diced half a centimeter inch. Mm, interesting. I can't really do that's too fine dice because I don't use a dicing machine or anything. I cut everything I by hand. Either. When I say half a centimeter each, everything I chop is fucking all over the shop. So, okay. like, if it, if it's around about a centimeter, you're fine. Just okay. fucking dice it. Just fucking make sure there's some cubes. Fine and dice sweet. it and you'll be right. Yeah, inverted commas, fine dice. That's where you're going to get your, your flavor country. So I'm with you on all the things you just said you added. Yep. I just personally use different veggies. Yeah. Um, But, I get, well, yeah, because that halves the meat, meat quotient as well. I tell you, like, it's because we're, we're tightening our belts a little bit. We're going to, you know, we're looking to move in six months. Um, You know, things are happening in this house. So... It, it is interesting what you, the kind of corners, Not you're not cutting corners, but just making things go further. Just and mix it up, yeah. So like I was cooking up a spaghetti sauce and we just, I had a bag of um, spinach leaves in the fridge and I was like, eh, fuck it. And I just threw it in, <laughs> you know. That's what you put in. Whole bag, okay. of, whole bag of spinach leaves just went right into the spaghetti sauce, bulked that shit up by 20%. I was like, hey, there you man. go. Look at that shit. Look at this. You, you sit there. You've been, you've been like, you've ridiculed me on this show many times yeah. about the fact Just that chuck I, it in. Fucking chuck it I, in. No, I, I pre-plan my meals. Like fucking, yeah. like I refuse to eat anything in advance, six months of blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Now, the reason I do that is because I, I don't like waste, right? Mm. Um. So I will look at what I've got in my CRISPR Whatever I've got, like, oh, I've got a sour cream, I've got a thickened cream, et cetera, et cetera. Yep. And then find a dish for the next week that fits into whatever I've got left. Yes. So in that scenario, yeah, it's like, oh, shit, I've got half a bag of baby spinach left. Oh, what am I going to do with that? Okay, I've got these, like, four recipes in my head mm. that fit, that have that. Excellent, I'm going to use that. Oh, I've got half a half cup of sour cream. Mm. All right, I'm gonna, I'll do, like, maybe a, a chicken quesadilla that week. All right, sweet. So I get where you're coming from. Like saving money by like not just throwing out something you've already bought yep. is such a, like a good idea, even though it seems stupid. But yeah, planning in advance and knowing, oh yeah, I don't want to, I don't want to throw that half a bag of spinach. Let's throw it in something this week. There was one a couple of weeks ago. We had like a 1.4 kilo leg of pork roast in the fridge. Yeah, but it was like the last protein we had in the fridge and I didn't have time to roast it. Like it was five 30 or something by the time I got in the kitchen, it's like, well, we can't be eating at fucking seven 30 tonight yeah. to do this roast. So what I did was I sliced, um, from each it. end. Well, no, I took, I took like f four steaks off it. saw pork okay. medallions. I'm yeah. like, all right, so what am I going to do with this? I had half a bag of granny Smith apples on the bench. And I was like, okay. you know what? They've been sitting there for a while. So I peeled them, chopped them up. Almost like a pork roast. Yeah. But, so I chopped them up, fried them up, got them all nice and caramelized. And I started putting like uh, a little bit of garlic in there, a little bit of pepper. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and then threw the pork in. Next thing you know, you've got pork and apple fucking sauce in the fry pan going. You know, man. It's fucking great. <laughs> and that bad boy, you can whack on some rice for like a buck. Yeah, chuck it on top. Kicking, Done. You're kicking ass, man. Yeah, yeah exactly. $5. 
Look at that. We did, uh, what did we do last night? We did uh, a vindaloo, like a, a salmon dish. Like salmon's pretty expensive, but. Were, were um, you about to say vindaloo? Because I was only thinking earlier today, I need to do a curry. I don't, not I a don't think I've ever done a really, really good fucking good I've, slow I've got cook some, curry. We're coming into winter. It's you don't, curry you don't season, Greeno. You don't need slow cook curries. Trust me. I'm going to I'm going to send you a few send really me. good curries. I need, I need to up my that, curry game. I need gonna, to level up. They're going to fit your flavor profile, man. They're okay. not like the old school, like, oh, it's dingy. It's sticky. No, no, man. We're talking light. We're talking limey. We're talking yes. fresh coriander. Like, yes. that's the shit you want. Yes. Um, but we did like a salmon dish last night and it seems really, really basic. Mm-hmm. It was like salmon with like a, a tikka, a tandoori paste on it. Okay. And all it had, it was a fucking naan bread. It was a, a slice of, uh, a piece of salmon, tandoori paste fried off, and then like a yogurt that had uh, cucumber, lemon juice, coriander. Plain yogurt is so underrated in this country. <laughs> you could use so it good, for man. so many when, things. When Nobody it ba- does. <laughs> when it balances with the curry that was on the fucking salmon, it yep. was delicious. It was really, really good. Now that dish I've been known to use Greek yogurt, so yogurt in place of sour cream, and ladybugs will look at me funny. I'm like, no, no, trust me. It's good. You know, mm. Put a bit of Greek yogurt where you think sour cream should be, put Greek yogurt instead. It's it'll all be, the, it'll it's be all fine. The, my wife was asking me saying, she's like, what's with the what's with the yogurt? I'm like, it's a cooling agent to the, the yes, heat of the curry. Exactly. It's all you need. Yep. Have a bite of everything together. It's going to be delicious. She had a bite. She's like, that's really good. Yes. Yeah. Um, I, I definitely need to level up in my curry game. That's for sure. I've got some good ones for you, man. Because yeah, chili, give me up in the curry. my chili is really good, but it's fucking expensive to make. Like the ingredients is about, it's around about, well, last time I made it was probably about a year ago, went last winter, and it's about $90. To make. Yeah, see, I can. So, and it's, but it's, get, I, yeah. to be fair, it's a big fucking pot of chili and it it's lasts a, big pot. a week. It's you know. a while. That's, that's yeah. worth the 90 bucks you spend on it. Yeah. Cause I don't, I don't, but, I don't cut any corners with that. Like I get the top quality meat and the top quality everything yeah. for it, you know? So it's like, no, 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 it costs $90. That's what it costs. We that's can't cheap out on it, you know? But I'd like to have something else, like another winter dish. I do a very good uh, Irish stew. Yeah. But Irish everyone can do a stew. You know, that's not fucking special. But I get the consistency right and the thickness of it right, and you know that can last for days and days and days. Um, but that's all I've got for winter is my chili and my stew. You're, and that's about you're not a soup guy, are you? Though I'm not really a soup. A soup is not nah. filling for me. I'm a big boy. No, it's not filling. But yeah, that's where you got to get a nice like bread with it or something. Oh, yeah, but I'd eat the loaf of bread. You know, that's what you do. You dip the bread in the fucking thing and you have the soup. But um, yeah, no, I've got, I've got a few curries. If I eat a soup, mind. I like a little pumpkin soup. Um, but it's got to be very thick, thick. I, I like soups like that, like pumpkin soup, tomato soup. I don't like you yep. know, chicken noodle and stuff. Don't really. See, do I'm it the for exact me. opposite. You give me a pumpkin soup, I'm going to vomit because it tastes like it's already been eaten. Yeah, you I like a, a really thick, creamy pumpkin soup with a dollop of sour cream on it and a lot, and just cover. I want to have it all covered in pepper. Like I can't even see the pumpkin; it's just pepper on top. You know what I mean? Nah, it's too thick. <laughs> no, nah, that's that's my soup jam. Um, all right, we've seen the nachos. Let's see him eat these nachos. Fuck it. Uh, let's a quick look. And then there's one more thing I want to show you, which I thought was really interesting that I'm going to try, which isn't a bad thing. Okay, that's pretty fucking awful. And I just so yeah, happened to come great. across this. Um, this is one oh, of those. Can we, we did talk about the Wendy's thing before we go as well. Yes, Wendy's. Do you want to do that first, Wendy's? Yeah, let's do the fucking Wendy's thing because we talked about Wendy's the other week and we are talking and we went on. That's where the food thing started. Yeah. Wendy's will like test. Burgers, dollar value. Oh, this is fantastic! This story. Wendy's yeah. will test new. It's not often that you get to see a company like 
as big as Wendy's. And Wendy's, you know, if you're an Australian listener, you're going to be like, what, the hot dog place? Go back a few episodes. We covered this already. Okay. We covered this already. The yeah. milkshake and hot dog place? No, no, no. This is American Wendy's. They do yeah. hamburgers and stuff. It's not often that you get to see a company slowly commit suicide like this, <laughs> but yeah. here we've got a front row seat. We can watch Wendy's slowly commit suicide. Wendy's will test new menus that change prices throughout the day. Greeno, nice, nice Gary. Gary. You know what this is like? This is the equivalent. It's an Uber. Uh, no, no, no. It's worse than that. So it's like at, in London and New York, they tried to bring it into Sydney, but Sydney siders were like, fuck you, we will burn the city down if you do this to us. In New York and London especially, there's probably other major cities around the world, they have a tax on your vehicle if you're in the city at a particular time. Really? Wow. Yeah. So and so they use it. The excuse they give is like, oh, we're trying to cut down on pollution. It's always the fucking excuse. Right? Oh, we're saving the planet. So no. if you drive your car in peak hour. And what? You drive your car after you finish work. You no, on the way to work. Like, so, That's what I mean. Like on the way to work or back to or work. Or home. Yes. You will yeah. pay a, a tax. It's called a congestion tax. So if... If you're well, shouldn't like, the congestion tax be paid by the employer then? Because they're dictating <laughs> like, the hours. On, just don't bring common sense into discussions about government taxes. It out there, man. <laughs> <laughs> common sense has no place when it comes to taxes. You know this. So they will charge you an additional tax just to drive your own car around the, the for the privilege of driving around their shithole fucking city. And like I said, they tried to bring in this in Sydney about 15 years ago, and there were nearly riots. <laughs> like people were like, I can imagine, Fuck you. yeah. Fuck this! Fuck we're this. stuck we're on Parramatta Road for exactly. seven hundred hours. With you know, traffic you is so shitty shit? in this city. Like, it was like no I, way that was going to take off. <laughs> I'd, I'd pay a tax if you didn't make me sit in that congestion for an hour. Yeah, yeah. Like that's fine. Oh, you want to pay a little bit extra for that? Sweet. No, they're actually charging you for their own poor infrastructure. Their own poor infrastructure. Exactly. <laughs> this is the burger equivalent. So what Wendy's is going to do is, if you buy your hamburger at, say, 8 in the morning, it'll be cheaper than if you buy it at 12 o'clock in the afternoon. Why? Because more people are buying burgers at 12 o'clock in the afternoon. Therefore, demand goes up. Therefore, we should charge more. <laughs> and one of the comments I saw on Twitter just nailed it completely. And it was like, oh, great business model. Let's charge more when people are eating at lunch. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> Let's put the prices up at lunchtime and see how that goes. How that goes. That's good. That's a good plan. Now, my question would be, now, pre pre this initiative, yeah. and hear me out, pre this initiative, did the burger price cost more or less than what they were charging at 8 a.m.? No, the price is the price all day, isn't it? No, that's what I'm saying. Like, let's say for argument's sake mm. that they said, oh, look, if you get a burger between 8 and 10, so no, sorry, pre this initiative, Let's say the burger costs five bucks. Yeah. But they said if you come between eight and ten, you get that burger for two fifty. Oh yeah. But if you come yeah. between ten and twelve, you gotta pay seven fifty. Well, as someone who You know spent, what I mean? Yeah, like, as someone who spent the better part of twenty years working night shift and shift work, Greeno. Um, one of the reasons that Burger King is my favorite burger place in they Australia. they serve fucking lunch all day. They give you the lunch menu at three o'clock and they give it to you at seven in the morning if you want. I have exactly. gone many times to Burger King. See, McDonald's cut you off. Yeah. Now, McDonald's eventually said, okay, you know what? We're going to, they, they do have limited stuff now. So they'll give you a cheeseburger and a Big Mac any time of the day that you want it. Yeah. But that's it. 
Um, so if you're a McChicken guy or a quarter pounder guy, guess what? Between the hours of, say, 4 a.m. to fucking 10.30 a.m., the brec- quote-unquote breakfast hour, you can't get one. But I used to be King, a, uh, I've, I've back got in the a day, whopper man. at 6.30 in the morning. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Fuck I, used yeah. a, I used to be a fillet of fish guy back when I used to eat Maccas. Yes. Like that's, yeah. that's not going to cut it for me if I can't get that at 6 a.m. No, I want a McRib at 8 a.m. Yeah, 100%. Now, here's the thing, though. So uh, to my point, I don't mind if they're just changing the cost point depending on, on peak ability, right? Mm. Going, look, the burger costs five bucks. We'll give it to you for two fifty before this peak hour, but you got to pay seven fifty in peak hour. That's still bringing it back to the cost point overall, but they're still going to make a profit because more people are going to be there at the higher cost point. Yep. But if they're sitting there going, hey, you can get the burger earlier, but it's still going to cost you the five bucks we used to charge. Oh, but if you, you come in peak hour, we want seven fifty. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. No, that's not that's not right. Like I agree. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's a dick move. And they oh, they've already uh, changed after the outrage. They've already changed their position on it. Yeah. Look, because this story here on the side, <laughs> Wendy says it won't use surge pricing. Nice guy. No, yeah. The system works, Greta. <laughs> this is work. Piss and moan on the internet, and, and eventually you'll get what you want. You'll get what you want. That yeah. is the dumbest thing ever. Yeah. Now, if I was, I don't know who Wendy's competitor is, and maybe In and Out Burger. Oh, um, all of them. They're all competitors over there. All competitors, right? Macca's, imagine, Burger King. Imagine if you came out as, as their competitive for the next month and said, we're doing anti surge prices. What? So we'll, we'll, we'll charge less so at lunchtime during, and more in the during, morning. No, not at all, right? Just like th- these guys are already charging fucking 200, 300% above cost, right? Yeah. Just for a month, they said, look, in, in response to Wendy's, we're going to cho- we're gonna do anti-surge prices. We're going to charge you fucking 45% less for our burger. Yep. During 11 till 2. <laughs> Imagine how many people would be coming through the door, man. Oh, yeah. Can That's I smart ask, market. Can I ask you a question? We've never discussed yep. this. For our future food truck retirement yep. business, are we trying well, to make retirement? That's our last fifteen years. It's our, it's our like. Well, yeah, I know. Our, our retirement <laughs> from like some other boss telling us what to do. Mm. Put it that way. But yep. when I say our retirement business, I mean like the one that we'll be doing when we retire. Yep. You know. Yeah. Okay. So, are we trying to make oodles of money, or are we just trying to make enough? We are trying to make X amount of dollars. Now, I've got a, I've got a dollar figure in my head yeah. that I need to earn. I'm not greedy, you know. I no, just no, need I to make what I need. No, no, no. That's it. I, I know, I know how fun, much. You know. Yeah, I know how much I'm going to earn if I stay in my job yeah. from now to retirement. So I have a dollar figure in my head. Fuck, you are much, an accountant, aren't you? <laughs> no matter, no matter how much whatever job it is, <laughs> I need to earn X amount of dollars between now and <clears throat> age 67. Right. Okay. So I'm not trying to be greedy with this business. What I'm trying to say is I, I just need to make X amount of dollars by this point and anything above that is a bonus. And that's, that's what it'll take to be worthwhile doing in the first place, basically. Yeah, exactly. Look, but I are think, you prepared to put up with like, let's say the first five years aren't very successful. Are you going to stick with it or do you go back to work and then you cut your losses and lose out, you know? No, that's how business works, man. That's, that's yeah. what a business plan is. Yeah. So your, your first three, three, so that's how you plan. Your first three years of a business, you need to expect probably losses, 30% <laughs> loss. Yeah. Um, but you need to be prepared for that loss. So that's why your initial capital needs to be assuming you're going to make a loss for the first three years. Yep. You assume then from year three onwards, you make maybe 20% of what you want Jack to in achieve. The chat, Jack in the chat brings up a good point, and this is kind of what I was angling at. 
He says, I thought the goal with the truck was simply to make people happy, Greeno. <laughs> it is. No, but, you know what's yeah. making happy? Me and, me and Damo, because we don't have to fucking deal with bullshit. Making money. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's, what, that's what we... Uh, we will make happy. people happy and hopefully we can make a living doing it. Yeah, exactly. Well, it makes us happy because we don't have to answer to someone else that is, is making ridiculous demands. Um, yeah, no, so to answer your original question, no, the the the, the goal is to make money, but just enough money that yeah. we need to pay. Like, we're not trying to take over the world here. We're just trying no. to, like, pay enough to pay our mortgage and support our families for the rest of our lives. Correct, yes. But at the same time, we're not sitting in we're not here to make losses. No. We're not here to like raw people. I'm not we're aiming. Find... I'm not aiming to become a fast food fucking magnate. And I don't want to be a first food magnate. Not interested in that. Just want to pay my bills. Just got to put and, fuel yeah, in the car. You know. set, up, set up for retirement and then get to a point. Like if yeah. we get to a point where it's it's, it's so profitable, we'll sell it. <laughs> we will fucking yeah. sell it as a franchise. 100%. Off you go. Good luck. You sit there and go, hey, that's fucking. That's, this is making some money. Fuck it. We'll sell it. Yeah. We'll if someone came to us and said, you know what, I'll give you fifty million dollars for this fucking business idea and the branding and the marketing and everything. It's like fucking shut up and give me your money. <laughs> okay, I'm checking um, out. See you later. Bye bye. Thank you. But to your point, like I think the trigger for your question was like my methodology of like charging. Yes. Like, I'd, I'd always want to be on that price point where I'm like, look, I want to make X. I want, no, it's not even about competitive. Like if you can make what the money you're trying to achieve mm. by charging less, do that. Cause that is always effectively going to make you more money. Right. Correct. Yeah. Like if I, if I can sit there, cause I, I, I saw it at a coffee van. At my we discussed school. it, didn't we? Like you get two or three ribs, a little bit of coleslaw and stuff in a little container that you can hold in one hand, 10 bucks. Yeah, but it's, not, it's not even about that, you know, right? Like, like something as simple as, as a cup of coffee, right? Yeah. I saw at, at my local, at my school for like a fun day, they had a coffee van there and they were charging six bucks a coffee, right? Fucking get out of here. And I'm get like, the that, fuck seems, out of my town. That, that seems excessive. <laughs> like I can, I guarantee Three. I can, I can get that down to like half that price, yes. if not more yeah. and still be making a hundred percent profit. Like, and they'll be lined up. We'll sell twice as and, many. And I'll sell twice as many because I'm only like, cause yeah. I looked at it and look, uh, I was best of my wife saying that, uh, the lady Greeno was like going, Oh, do you want a coffee? And I'm like, they're charging six bucks. No, I don't want I don't want a coffee. Exactly. I'll go. I can walk back home and make my own for like a buck. Like, fuck yep. that. Um, so yeah, finding a price point where it's still profitable, but not ripping off the customer is kind of where my head is at for our plan in nine years time. Yeah, no, I'm with you, man. hundred percent. I, 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 I've always been, you know, I've had these discussions at my actual real life job where, mm. you know, I, I, sometimes at work, I feel like Jerry fucking Maguire, you know? <laughs> I do. Who's coming with me? Yeah, Who's no, I do. I, do. I, do. I genuinely do, like hand on heart. This show's become full circle. <laughs> because because people like you know, the the we attitude find... of people is like, oh, we need to make more. How can we get more money? More money? More? 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 No. And I'm like, but what's I, enough? I, I I put my hand up and I'm like, yeah, I don't think I agree with this direction. I'm like, why? We we need to make more money. I'm like, yeah, making money's great. Everyone loves making money, but um. Customers will never complain by being charged less. They'll keep coming yeah. back. Uh, if you try to overcharge a customer, you guarantee that you'll make money until they figure out that they can get it cheaper somewhere else and yeah, then they'll fucking off, leave. So, uh, you know, you're better off charging a little bit less and keeping them because you'll have a consistent payer for the next fucking 20 years who trusts you. And you're still you. making 
yeah. fucking 120 percent profit on that. That's I don't enough. understand the mentality. It's like, oh, we got to squeeze yeah. this customer for more money, and it's like they're fucking paying enough as it is. You should be trying to save them money. Then they'll they'll love you forever, and then you'll end up getting more. You know, but you're referring to season three of Ted Lasso, aren't you? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no, like the the lady boss who was like, "Haven't you guys earned enough? Like, how mm. much money is enough? Mm. Like, just earn enough that you guys have got enough money to yeah enjoy your life." And I feel like why, why Jerry Maguire writing more? the manifesto. We need less clients, more personal that's touch. Right. More you know? I, I, that, and that's my <laughs> that's my that's the way I vision our business, sir. Yes, like. 20, what are we at? 20, uh, the plan, the goal is 2033. Uh, you know what I think of? And Jack's in the chat. When myself and Greeno were younger, Jack, we used to go, so they have clubs here called RSL clubs. RSL stands mm-hmm. for Returned Servicemen's League. It's basically like, so you're veterans over there, right? It's like mm-hmm. a bar that is run by veterans, basically, like to put it, you know, Quick way is that the best way to describe it? It's, yeah, it's, it's quick. So it's, way to describe it. Whole what, like, whole yeah. whole system of bars and clubs that are run by veterans, and the money they do charities and stuff to raise money for veterans and all this kind of stuff. But the food and the drinks are generally cheaper there at the RSLs so cheap, yeah. than they are at a normal pub, right? Um, so I used to live across the road from one of them, the the first place when I first moved out of home when I was 17 or 18. I can't remember something. I think I was 17. And uh, 18. 18? Uh, yeah, it was around. It was close wherever it was. Wherever it, it was. Felt. 18. Yeah, was it? It might have been. And so I moved across the road. Yeah, it would have been because I would have had to get the fucking ID to get into the place. But I was pretty you would fresh. Have, um, we only became friends again after we turned 18. Oh, that's right too. So, yeah, it was probably yeah. a couple of months after then. Um, yeah. And then moved out. So I lived across the road from this RSL club and I, you know, I was earning like maybe $300 a week back then uh, as an apprentice butcher. Fuck all really by today's standards. Yeah. Chum, My chum. rent was like a hundred bucks a week. And so I had 200 bucks a week to fuck around with. And so we lived across the road from this RSL club. Now I always think of, cause we used to do Friday night and Saturday night, basically every week at the RSL. Cause it was a walk across the road. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Greeno and the other boys would come over and be like, we'd do karaoke and shit and have a great time. Good time. And, you know, Saturday good karaoke times, was man. the best, man. It's where 100%. I met my future wife, my current wife. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you know, she was then, she was my future wife and now she's my current wife. And uh, you know, that's where we met and it was all good times, all good memories. And, you know, getting blasted and, you know, singing karaoke to a room full of fucking strangers. But there was a guy who I'm sure he's probably fucking dead now because he was pretty old. The RSL used to close at 1.30 in the morning, if I'm not mistaken. 1.30 or 2 a.m. or thereabouts. 2 a.m. 2 a.m. And we'd always be there until it closed. We'd be like the last people out. And the same guy every Friday night and every Saturday night had a little hamburger, tr- uh, hot dog trolley. Hot dog thing out the front. Yeah. And it wasn't right. even a hot dog stand. It no, was it the was kind of, it was a trolley on wheels that yeah. he, he put in the back of his van, right? So he'd yeah. drive his van out and then wheel his hot dog trolley out. And he'd get out there at about midnight and start heating up his, you know, he had a gas bottle to warm up the water, to warm up the hot dogs. And he had, you know, sauerkraut and cheese and onion and, you know, the the usual stuff. It and seemed fancy at the time. You're like, hey, well, I'm it would cost like a hot dog yeah. would cost two dollars, right? So people have been on the terps all night drinking. Yeah. 
the bistro had closed at fucking nine PM or something. Bistro ridiculous. closed, yeah, six hours beforehand. Six you hours, starving. you've been, you were starving, right? Yeah. Now, in so where the RSL was, where you walk out of the RSL, you've got the car park, and then across the road from the car park, there was a McDonald's. Okay. Yeah. This fucking guy with his hot dog trolley would have a line that was 50 meters long of people waiting to get a fucking $2 or $3 if you've got like all the toppings hot dog, right? And he would just go whip them up, bang, 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 off you go, bang, 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 off you go, bang, bang, off you go. So even though the line was 50 meters long, you weren't waiting that long, you know? We'd often buy two or three of the fucking things, you know? That's the thing. Because he had he had a smart price point. Yeah, you're sitting there going, I got the option here. I can sit here and know you're gonna pump out a, a hot dog for three bucks. Yep. In like a minute, or I can go across to Macca's. I'm gonna get a exactly. real style burger. Yes. Five and a, it's five, been sitting six there bucks. for five hours. Yeah. It's been sitting there. Oh, what do I do? always oh, imagine the night shift. That. I always imagine Greeno, the night shift manager at Macca's, looking out the window. Macca's McDonald's is empty. Yeah, And this guy has 100, 200 people all gathered around him. And it wasn't even like we were just buying a hot dog. People w- would fucking shake his hand and give him a hug because everyone's been drinking. They go, I love you, bro. It's Mr. Chook. Yeah, it's great. He was part of the fucking community at that point. He knew. We all yep. knew. The fir- if we ever took If we ever yeah. took someone to the RSL for the first time, like to get on the drink and go to karaoke and stuff, they'd be like, oh, you know, at one o'clock they'll be like, I've got to leave. And be like, no, 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 you got to come out for a hot dog. <laughs> Yeah, you gotta wait until you gotta wait until it's finished. That's right. You gotta wait till you finish, and then we'll go out and get a hot dog. Okay. We'll see Jimmy, and it's gonna be fucking good, man. Whatever his fucking name was, you know. His name was doesn't matter. I don't know. Didn't (laughs) Didn't matter. matter. We're too drunk to remember his name. All we knew was loved him. Yeah, and he would have like two hundred people gathered around him, and the Maccas would be fucking empty. It'd be a ghost town over there. That's that's where I. That's, that's where what I'm thinking. That, that's that's our food truck. That's what we Kiss need it. to embrace. We need to be part of the community, Greeno. It's it's, you know? it's a bracket of two things, right? I feel like we need to be there for like school mums at eight a.m. Yep. in one bracket, yep. and then we need to be there for pissed idiots at two a.m. Yep. in a different demographic. It'll be a weird shift, but we can do it. Ah, we'll split it. It'll be fine. Like, cause I'll do the nights. Working... You do the mornings. I'll do the nights. No, How about it that? works out good, right? Because we we got to just work around school times. Drop the kids off, sell some fucking coffees, then go to like industrial areas, lunchtime, sell, yeah. sell some coffees and you know pastries during the day. Yeah. Then you have the afternoon off. Then you have a lunch break. Then you go back. You sell some coffees again in the afternoon yeah. for school pickup for everyone. And then on your weekends, then, you're doing catering gigs where you're showing up to someone's house doing a fucking spit roast or something. You not, know? not even that. Yeah, you've got that option, but also then you've got uh, the situation of like, you just fucking hit the beach up. Like, yeah. before. you just fucking smash the beach. Summer, you smash the beach, you sell, you don't sell coffees, but you're selling ice, coffees. ice creams or whatever, ice coffees, drinks, cold drinks, slushy. You use a slushy machine. Yep. Fucking people will pay four bucks for that. Like, yep. It's business. Anyway. Uh, but once again, you know, we're not going to charge anything other than what the price point is at any particular point. If a hot dog costs four bucks at midday, the hot dog should cost four bucks at two in the morning. Correct. 100%. People will buy the hot, people will buy, just buy two hot, like. Build the hot dog often, and they will come, Greeno. How, yeah, 100%. How often would you go to a Macca's and be like, oh, you know, it's five, like, not even Macca's, but if someone's costing you twice as much, you just buy half as much as you want to buy it originally. Yep. Yeah, I got ten bucks. What can I buy? I'd rather just get the ten bucks of someone and give them two hot dogs, because then next time they're gonna go, oh, I can get two hot dogs and this guy. I've got five bucks 
I can at least get one hot dog, but if the price point's 10 bucks, yep. they're not going to come back to me. So business 100 we'll figure it out we'll get there I th- we'll get i'm there. liking this more every day ambelina's joined us in the chat thank you for joining us ambelina the, the tradition now is ambelina joins us w- right when we get to the end of the show right so as we're finishing 11 p.m australian time thank you for keeping up the tradition yeah. i did want to bring this up though because we were talking about uh, can we get it done in segues. two minutes uh, it might be a little bit longer but it shouldn't be too much longer okay um right. we were talking about sure. segways Should I get before another beer, then? Uh, yeah, if you want to get a beer, okay, I'll play some. Hang on, let me uh, put this. Give me some music. I, I'm gonna hit the men's and then. The men's. I'll, I'll get a beer. All right, you come back. I'll let Greeno uh, shake, shake his dick in front of the toilet and grab himself a beverage, and he'll be right back. I'm looking forward to this business that we're gonna do. Because I plan on doing like American barbecue and stuff. That's what I want to do. I want to go into barbecue competitions. I've been Googling. They have barbecue competitions in this country. Apparently, the Australians go quite well in the barbecue. You wouldn't suspect it. You would think it would just be an American thing, but it's not. I mean, Americans are always surprised when I tell them that the Aussie Cowboys win all their fucking competitions over there, which they do. (laughs) So, you know, why wouldn't we be also, you know, good at barbecue as well? There's a lot of similarities, isn't there? So, yeah, we've got cowboys and we do barbecue competitions as well. So, I'd like to have this little food truck and then tow a little smoker behind it, show up to a barbecue competition on the weekend and then win something and put, like, you know, world's best barbecue as judged by the local shitty competition in the suburb that I live. Slap that right on the side of the van. That'll bring the punters in. They'll be paying top dollar for that. Can't fucking wait. You wake up early. Clearly not early enough, Ambelina. Jacko, if you come over uh, to our food truck, uh, tell you what, my man, you will eat for free. How about that? And I'll send you home full and with a smile and you can tell all your friends. (laughs) Hey, if you shell out $10,000 or whatever the fuck it'll cost by then to travel to Australia, then by all means, we'll give you free ribs. How about that? You cannot beat that deal. Gee, takes his time, doesn't he? Like this song's... I'm going to have to replay this fucking song. What is he doing in there? All right, my apologies for the delay. So a couple of... Quick story time in between all that. So, uh, Wait, you, you were gone for three minutes and you've got two story times out of it? That's <laughs> incredible. <laughs> Fuck. Jesus. I'm all about, this, I'm all about this show, man. Yeah. I don't, I'm all about this show. So, uh, generally on Friday night story time, uh, my the lady Greeno works on a Friday night. She does. So, yes. when I start the show, I'm, I put the kids to bed. Yep. I'm still kind of like half listening out, making sure they're not fucking around. Mm-hmm. And then I just assume at some point she's got home. Uh, effectively, like about two hours ago. She's not um, home yet. So 
I just went inside to take a piss. And I'm like, oh, no. I saw all the fans still on and all the lights still on, which <gasps> normally she's to, and normally she's up watching like shitty TV. Yeah. So I'm like, fuck, man, is my wife okay? Like, better fucking do I have to give her a call? What's going on? Yeah. My heart like skipped a beat. Yeah, car accident. And then I what? You know, something. Yeah, like, yeah. like, cause yeah, it's two hours after knockoff. Like, what the hell? Like, this is no good. And then I walked in. Thankfully, she's okay. She's in bed. I just hadn't turned everything off. So I was like, oh, well, just making sure you're okay. That's all good. Then I realized the time I was there is the fact that normally if I go to the bathroom during that break, bit of kimono pool, mm. Reno runs into the, the bathroom, runs back. So normally it's the joy of Pessiad. Yeah. And that only goes like a minute. Can I, I ask you, because when I get up during the ad break, because I know it, we play the Irrational Times song and then the Joy of Pessy yeah. song. So I actually like Hudson Hawk. You know Hudson Hawk's gimmick? in that movie yeah. where mm-hmm. he he remembers the length of all these different fucking Motown songs, right? Yeah. And it'll be like three minutes 42, and that's how he times the job that he's doing. So they yeah. si- he sings the song, and so he knows he's got three minutes and 40 seconds to get in and get out before the alarm goes off or whatever. Right. So they start singing the song <laughs> yeah. when they start doing it. I do that when I leave during a, a break. I was doing that when I did my own podcast as well. Like I yeah. knew – the songs that were playing when I was hit the hit the button to start the break, and I would yeah. sing the song while I'm off, you know, taking a piss and mm-hmm. grabbing a drink and stuff. I know exactly how much time I've got left. Is, yeah. is that what you do as well? That's exactly what I do. <laughs> That's Gary. So I'll sit there and I'll play the rest of the time song in my head man. while I'm That's... taking a piss. I'll sing the Joy of Pessy song in my head. Now That's the problem it. is normally normally I run into the bathroom and I run back. Now because of my fucking pimp leg, ah, I can't yes. run. Pimp so, leg. We're calling it now. So, <laughs> We're going now. So I'm limping back, like dragging it coaster side, Kaiser Sose style, Kaiser Sose, uh, dragging it back in here, trying to get back as quick as possible, but I can't run. Yeah. So hence my delay. One, I was making sure my wife was okay. Two, I got Kaiser Sose leg. Okay. Is is the wife okay? Or yeah, the wife's fine. Yeah, she just, she just went to bed. Ah, but left everything on to freak you out. Ah, uh, no, didn't left no, turn the TV off, but left the fans on to cool down the kids. Uh, so I was trying to be okay. a good mum. Right. And I was like, oh, why are the fans still on? Didn't realize that she turned the TV on, turned the TV back off. Right. But the fans were still on to cool down the kids' bedrooms. Okay. So Fair being a good mum. All right. So, let's yeah, let's get back to the show nice, here. Nice Gary to the Lady Green. Nice Gary to the Lady Green. Nice Gary. All right. Let's get back to the show here. We were talking about segues before. We've gone to Wendy's. Now, um, I never knew the last time we spoke about Wendy's, that Wendy's is apparently famous for doing square hamburgers. Now, we talked about this at the last show. Yeah, no, no. But um, what I'm saying is when we spoke about it, before we spoke about it, I didn't know Oh, before that, that you weren't aware. Okay, I understand now. Obviously, I'm now aware of it because I just fucking brought it up, Grant. (laughs) You know, I know. I I now know that that they do square hamburgers. I thought that was something you learned uh, since the last show. (laughs) No, 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 no. no. on the last show. I learned that. In the show that we spoke in about before that, I had no idea that they were famous yeah. for square hamburgers, which I think is weird. Um, it's to me, it's like Detroit pizza, where it's like, yeah. well, our thing is it's a square. It's like, well, fucking good for you, man. <laughs> so it's a different yeah. shape. Okay, it's still pizza. The shape has no no value to it. So I was just I was looking around. Every now and then I'll just put food on Twitter and I'll just because I'm a bit of a food hound, you know. I'm like mm-hmm. I just look for, look at food stuff. And um, I came across this Tasty UK, I guess, is a Twitter account. It's got 160,000 followers. People watch yep. it. Delicious food from all over the world. And I came across this. And now I'm going to do this. This is one of those 
one of the very few things that I saw on Twitter where I'm like, I think I'm going to do this one. I'm going to have a look at this. So I want to show you this because it looks really fucking good. Have a look at this screen. And, and okay. um, as you know, I'm a big sloppy Joe guy. Um, yep. You know, I've done many a sloppy Joe. My sloppy Joes mm-hmm. are pretty nice. And I've done hamburgers and house burgers and all that kind of stuff. I've never actually thought of doing it this way before. Okay. And as soon as I saw this, I was like, it was like a light bulb situation. I was like, oh. I, I, oh. I, haven't, se- I haven't seen this clip, but I'm going to. You, I'm gonna put it out there. Yeah. I, I'm gonna say seventy-five percent, seventy-five percent chance I may have done it. Okay, let's have a look. Let's have a look. Okay, comfort foods. Okay, brown sugar, melted butter. Oh no, this is brownies. So let's skip the brownies. It's a brownie. Yep. Let's. We've done cookies. A, Everyone. Okay, this cookie, is the yep. one I'm looking at here. Okay. This. Yeah, I think I've seen this one before. This to me looks fucking amazing. Okay. First of all, okay, so we're not ripping the bread rolls apart. No, we're, it's we're, like a focaccia. Yeah. So it's one, two, three, four, five, six. So we've got twelve. A dozen rolls, yeah. Buns here. Okay. Okay. And the beef. Yep. Okay, About a kilo of beef. Yeah. Into the. Baking pan, bake it for 20 minutes. It looks disgusting there. That looks filthy, yep, but, but take the fat out. Bang. Put that in, onion. Okay, I haven't done this. Look at this, melted butter on top, but sesame seeds. Oh, that's good, yeah. Bake it again for another 20 minutes, Greeno. Then cut your burgers up. Look at these fuckers. They look good. They do look good. Nice, Gary. Now, what you're going to lack there is your sauce element. No, that's what the cheese is for. No, you need a sauce. Like, okay, if you ever eaten a hamburger without either mustard or tomato sauce? Yes, definitely. Even even a cheeseburger? It's sloppy Joe. Have you? Yeah, but that no, that's got sauce inside the meat. Yeah, no, no, definitely, definitely. No, without... sloppy Joe has sauce in the meat. That's tomato sauce inside the meat. Yeah. Yeah. Just saying. I feel like that's going to be a fucking. I feel like you're going to lack flavor there. You know what, though? I'll tell you what. Here's here's an idea for you. Look at the it, size. It needs a pickle or something. No, no, no. Here, here's the thing. Look at the size of these, right? They're, they're palm size. They're tiny. They're more like, what do they they're call sliders. Those? They're, they're sliders. They're sliders. Okay. I, I suggest oh, yeah. to you a dipping sauce. Yeah, 100% dipping sauce. Dipping, dipping is, ketchup bowl. Bang. But they, bang. Do they put that in there? Uh, they don't, but we can. Fuck it. That's what I'm saying. But my point is, a I want you to try this. sauce would fucking I want work you to try this. I want you to try this over the weekend yep. and taste it without any dipping sauce and tell me what you think. Yeah. Because no, I guarantee you would be like, I need sauce. I don't think it's because look how much moisture is in this mince. I, it's not about the moisture. That's all fat content, dude. Yeah, yeah. Like that's that's going to taste like shit. Uh, no, you're going to need sauce. Try it. Try it and let me know how you go. Okay. But I'm, I'm really into because I looked at this and I was like, holy shit. I never thought of doing burgers that way before. Um. It looks so fucking cool to do it that way. Bang. <laughs> There's a dozen sliders right straight dozen. off the bat. I feel but like it's going to be better ways to do it. Baking the mince, like, it never occurred to me. I've always fried my burgers, you know? Yeah, but I feel like the fry is going to give it more, I don't know, I feel like that's going to dry out the meat. So I want you to try this and oh, tell me how the burger is. Not if you fry them properly. You've got to be a good, I'm pretty good on a fry pan. I don't dry that's shit. My, that's my point. Yeah. Try it. 
Try it. Let me know how you go. Yeah, I, I, the cheese looks very nice. Because remember, you're baking the cheese for another 20 minutes. Cheese looks great, man. I love a melted cheese. I'm just saying, I feel like the patty's going to be un- like overcooked. That shit's going to be dry. Yeah. I feel like it needs a sauce element. That already, the that onion, is already cooked. The onion adds moisture, Greeno. No, what I'm saying is that that mint already looks cooked, right? Mm-hmm. So already, it's mostly burger, cooked. It wouldn't be cooked through, but it's oh, mostly it cooked. It looks pretty fucking close, man. Nah, and then it's only I'm had gonna 20 minutes. The, it would I'm be. Gonna, 20 little... minutes for mints? No, bro. Like, I'm doing like three minutes per side for a patty at a high heat. Yeah, if you're frying it. But yeah. So it's, what is it? It's 175 at 20 minutes. 175, 20. You can tell. Mate, you can look, look, look. Fucking... You, can, you can tell there's still pink here. Like, no, that's not pink. That's fucking, that's fat content sitting above. No, nah, there's still pink in it. Uh, I want to see, I want to see you try this burger. And I guarantee you're going to say, Greener, you were right. Uh, I'm putting it out there, and I will happily sign a sorry book. Yeah, I'm saying that feels like it's going to be a dry burger to me. One, because I think the meat's overcooked. Two, because it's lacking the sauce element. Yeah, but a dipping sauce will do the trick. You know, the recipe doesn't say dipping sauce, mate. Recipe, recipe doesn't have to say dipping sauce. <laughs> dipping sauce is not part of a recipe. It's no, an the, optional the extra. Recipe, the recipe is a cheese. Like it's a cheeseburger. It doesn't have any dipping sauce. Old mates had a bite without any dipping sauce. Yeah, okay. That's my point. So I'd like you to try it, and then I guarantee you're going to come back going, Greeno. I added dipping sauce. (laughs) Yeah, the fucking meat was too dry, and I needed a dipping sauce. Okay. That's all I'm saying. Aside from that, it looks delicious. Yeah, well, just the way of doing it, I think, is what I found. I think it's genius. Yeah. But I just, I feel like I would personally, like I'm just putting it out there, how would I do this different? Garlic powder is going to be delicious. That's going to get some good flavor. I mean, you could there. always look. My temptation would like be like my to... sloppy Joe. I would put a bit of barbecue sauce in here. You know, mix it yeah, up. Yeah, you there. could put the sauce. Yeah, you're right. You could put the sauce inside the mint, and that becomes. But it's going like, to be. It's going to be different. It's if it's baking for out. forty minutes, it's not going to be 20. barbecue sauce anymore. No, because it's getting twi- yeah. it's getting hit twice. Remember. Yeah, hitting twice. So that's right. Yeah. The mince is getting twenty minutes on its own, and the then be- you're yeah, throwing the beauty it on of a hamburger is having that separate sauce. Yeah. Yep. So it's getting another 20 minutes in the bun as well. Yeah, true. Um, so I would probably mix in a little bit of barbecue sauce in there. But that's more for flavor. That's more for tanginess, you know. Yeah, but I want, uh, yeah, I want you to try it flavors. and let me know how bad it tastes because I think it's going to be dry as fuck. Yeah, I'm going to give it and a go. And you're going to need sauce. It, it just looks like a cool way of doing burgers, I think. But, just, just, but with that, you don't need that many burgers, right? Just half the recipe, right? Oh, I could Get eat that six... many on my own. I know you could, but I'm saying just so you don't waste money. So I only do like a six pack yep. of bread rolls and do the exact same recipe. You know what I'll do? I'll get work. I'll do four big Kaiser rolls. You know those Kaiser That'll rolls? Work. Yeah. Yeah. I'll do a four pack of them. And then yeah. do it this way. But yeah. And then your half kilo of mince, onion. So yeah, you go. I but, guarantee you're gonna need, yeah. But then you got your square burgers greener, just like that. Yeah, but it's only a square burger because you cut it in squares. Like that yeah. to your point originally. Fucking square burgers are stupid because it's the exact same as a circle burger. Yes. You're just cutting it. Well, it's different, right? <laughs> it's not different. Fuck the it's circle. Fuck the burger. circle hamburger bun, people. We're gonna do squares from now on. Fuck it. We're gonna we're gonna embrace Wendy's surge pricing mentality, and we're gonna surge do square pricing, burgers yeah. because it's forty five dollars at midday for that one. Because it's fucking. Ah, uh, we got anything else in the food menu? What else we got there? Um, what still, in this in this little video? Is the uh, booger bumper bubba baby still asleep? Uh, yes, she is. Yeah, 
So oh, well, let's let's plow on then. Okay. Well, there's. I'm gonna look at something that I think. Well, we're actually, any, uh, man, we're any man she gold this week? Oh man she, let me look up man she. Yeah, fuck. That wasn't meant to be the name of the show. It was just meant to be the Manchi tribute episode. Is that what her name was? I can't remember. Is it Manchi? Yeah. Uh, Manchi. Yeah. I'll look up the exact name of the uh, show name. I think I've got it. Mang with like two A's. Mang. Uh, it was like, yeah. I guess sent. Manchi. Is that her? Here, here she is. Okay. Yep. I found her. Okay. All right, let me give you some options. You can have a traditional kimchi recipe. Yep. Uh, a God, Korean words are fucking hard to even <laughs> fake. You can't even <laughs> fake Korean words, man. Uh, which is a soybean paste soup with cabbage. That sounds awful. Yep. Uh, spicy yeah, stir-fried sundae, Korean blood sausage. Now, that sounds interesting. All right, let's check that bad boy out, I reckon. That's okay. an, that sounds rank, but let's check it out. Let's have a look. Mang Chi. Hi, Today's recipe is Sundebokkum, spicy. Oh, let's pause here for a second. Yep. Uh, nice to see Manchi with a new fascinator this week. Yes, she's big on the fascinators, isn't she? Now, she fun, fact for our, yeah. fun fact for our listeners, last week we got flagged four times and our episode got pulled from YouTube. Yeah. Because we played a whole bunch of YouTube clips, yep. which I always find the irony of like YouTube pulling us <laughs> down because we played YouTube clips. Yep. Nonetheless, the one, the only thing that didn't get flagged Man-G. was us playing Man nice. so, She loves us. So, so fuck Drive to Survive, fuck all the other things. And what was it? What else flagged us down? Let me check. I'm gonna we didn't go play any Drive. Oh, we did play. Um, yeah. Fuck. We, we played Gunther. Uh, video blocked. We, we got blocked for Drive to Survive. Season two, episode two hundred four, Shark Tank, season one, episode one. Yeah, BBC five, shit. Yeah, yeah, Drops Five, Shark Tank, and Formula One as well. There you go. But no, no flags for Manchester. As if so Formula One all, doesn't have enough money. <laughs> enough money, yeah. Fuck. Uh, team team principal dick pic. Yeah, yeah he's, he's hey, I've got news for you, um, Formula One. There's six people. There are six views. You are not getting any money out of this show, whether you flag it or or not. So. Yeah. Anyway, good good job. Yeah. You know, you've just well, denied well you've did de- you've denied all you've done is denied six potentially six people of seeing that clip and going, Oh, I want to watch more of that. That's all you've yeah. done. So congratulations. Yeah. We are not monet we don't monetize this show. Of course How not. Hard no, that's it? stupid, you know. To sit there and go, Hey, these guys played the video. Are they making any money off it? No, no. they're not. Fuck no. it, flag it. You know what? It's a very stupid business model. If Mang Chi wants to um, hit us for copyright, then I'd be like, you know what, Mang Chi? Go nuts. Go I'll fucking, I'll, I'll, I'll pay you. To, yeah. I'll flick fucking so RSL hot, I'll flick hot dog RSL hot money dog to Mang Chi. Yeah. <laughs> so we can play, <laughs> play her clips. Fuck yeah. But Formula One, go fuck yourself. All right, like, let, how hard? Yeah, that should be common sense, right? Let's see what Mang Chi's up to, Greeno. Today's recipe is Sundebokkum, spicy stir-fried sundae. Sundae is Korean blood sausage. Oh, imagine. Oh, God, that would get you into it. trouble in Korea, wouldn't it? <laughs> uh, Sunday is um, Korean blood sausage. Sunday for everyone else is ice cream. Ice cream. Imagine me going to my kids. Hey, kids. Do you want a I'm Korean sundae? Yeah. Taking you out to a Korean <laughs> restaurant. What do you guys want? I want a sundae. There it's- is actually a huge, I don't know if it's still there or not. I haven't been in Parramatta Road for about 10 years, but. Uh, there was a Korean barbecue place on Parramatta Road, Beautiful. and yeah. 
it's so big that they actually bought the fucking property next door and knocked it down and just built on. Just expanded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Expanded. Well, and I used to drive past there every Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday night. They could probably seat, I reckon, 500 people in this place. It was that massive and they would be lined up out the fucking door, Greener, at 11. The thing is with Koreans, they eat late at night and it would be lined up. All Asians, I think, eat dinner late at night for some reason. The best Asian food I ever got was like this tiny little place in Eastwood when I was on a garbage truck run. I used to stop there twice a week and it was open at one in the morning Everything else in the, like this, I guess you'd call it like the main street of Eastwood, the CBD of Eastwood, but Eastwood mm-hmm. doesn't really have a CBD or a main street, yeah. you know, it's a tiny little place, but everything else is closed. And this yeah. place at one in the morning, you would walk in there and it's full of like fucking Koreans drinking wine and singing and eating food. It was going off its fucking head at one in the morning. So I'd go in there and just order like a takeaway and it, the the prices were so fucking good. It's like, you know, $5 for a big plastic tub of the best fucking Asian food you've ever had in your life. Oh. Steaming hot, fresh cooked, you know. And oh, Mr. Garbage Man, thank you. You know, you take your love. It's nice. You know, I'm like, oh, thank you. You know, see you on Thursday. Yeah, yeah, we wait for you. Thank you. You know, <laughs> and it was the best fucking shit ever. But, yeah, so this Korean barbecue place would always be open at, you know, there would be people lined up out the front at like 11 o'clock at night. They haven't even eaten yet, Greeno. They're waiting Once to get again, into man, the joint. Area, price point, fucking yep. be with it. Like, uh, I think there's a, a Wayne Gretzky quote where he's like, oh, why, why were you the greatest, like, goal scorer of all time? He's like, well, I just imagined where the puck was going to be, not yeah. where it was at. Oh, fucking so nice, just be, Gary, yeah. be at that nice, point, Gary. you know what I mean? Mm. Fine with it, like yeah. Fine with there's a, a value in people that want to go do some things. Shoot where the go, duck's gonna be, not where it is. Yeah, don't like don't be a dickhead about it. Don't try and overcharge people. Just go look. I'm available, and I'm gonna charge you what is reasonable to charge at fucking whatever time it may be. Yep. That that Korean place that I was telling you about in Eastwood was so fucking good. I actually took the lady books there once on like a Saturday at lunchtime. Took her yep. a special trip. <laughs> it was like this oh. is back long before we were married. Like we were fresh in our dating. If career. you make a trip, if you make a trip to Parramatta Road and you don't have to do no, it, no, this wasn't like, Parramatta Road. This was Eastwood. That's this love, is a different man. place. This is a different place. Oh, different. Okay. So we've <laughs> we've parked like in the dark fucking dark corners of Eastwood during the day on a Saturday. Yeah. And I'm like, you've got to try this fucking food. It's ridiculous. And so she thinks I'm taking to taking her to a nice fucking restaurant or something. This place had like 10 tables in it, this little one in Eastwood that was always packed it's at one in the morning. Yeah, you got to set those expectations though. Yeah. Like, it was this isn't a fancy restaurant, but it's going to be the best food you ever had, yeah. And it was kind of dirty. Like it's in a dirty part of the town. Next door mm. there's a fruit shop, so there's a forklift running around and stuff. And she's looking at me like, what? Where the fuck are you taking mm. me? You know, and I'm like, no, trust me. And she's like, are we getting a table? I'm like, oh, no, no, no. We don't get tables. We're Aussies. They're yeah. not going to give us a yeah, table. Yeah, take away. We yeah, get 100%, man. They don't give tables to us. <laughs> they give yeah. tables to the Korean businessmen in the, uh, in yeah, the yeah, area. Yeah. You know, that we're not getting a table, okay? So we just get a takeaway. We ate it in the car. And she was like, oh, my God, it's fucking amazing. I'm like, yeah, I know, right? It's ridiculous. <laughs> so, <laughs> and and you, it was worth it. Yourself. It was like an hour drive to get there and an hour yeah. drive back, but she loved it. <laughs> 100%. I used to, uh, there was a girl I was dating who was Vietnamese and similar thing. It was like, she's like, oh, we're going to go to this restaurant. 
And I thought it was like, oh, this is fucking date night, right? So I fucking dress up nicely. No, no. She's like, no, no, no. That's not how it works. Mm-hmm. This is like the back of like. Yes. Uh, That's how they roll, Liverpool. man, the Asians. It's in between of like, in between Liverpool and kind of like, it was just fucking Fair middle of nowhere, right? Yeah. And to your point, it was like, oh, so we're, like, we're going to dine in? And she's like, no, no, no. Like, you're Aussie. Like, you can't dine in. <laughs> Yeah, she's like, we, you, no, no, I'll, I'll order, I'll speak of Vietnamese, and we're going to take it, and we're going to eat it elsewhere. I'm like, okay, like, if, if freaking things were, and literally fucking, the food was amazing, yeah. like, just, yeah. just next level. Yeah. Um, but I love the, I love the reverse racism, it was beautiful. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, fuck yeah. yeah. Don't let fucking Whitey eat in your restaurant, it's no. beautiful. Make me eat out in the park, this yeah. is good. Yeah. Uh, if you just... serve me food this nicely... Fucking, I'll, I'll fucking happily walk in and be discriminated against any day of the week. I've happy never days. had a problem with that. I, I, I have a problem with the people who have a problem with only one group having that rule. That's my problem. Like, no, if, if some if like, some guy wants to start a whites-only fucking restaurant and, like, if you're not white, you can't sit down and eat, good luck to you, mate. Okay, whatever. You know? Okay, okay, fine. Yeah. Well, they, don't obviously, if, they don't obviously say, like, hey, Vietnamese. No, they don't say, they but like, they say, oh, no, we don't have like, a table. <laughs> that's yeah, no, that's what they say. Like, yeah. Okay, I'll just take away. That's yeah. sweet. And, and I, the place and will I, be I, fucking I, empty. And they'll say, no, 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 yes, we don't we don't have a matter. table. Sorry. You know, <laughs> that's the way it works. It was midday on a Wednesday. And it was empty. This white guy with the fucking dyed black hair, no, he can't eat here. Like, fuck that. Give me his food. We'll spin it. It's still delicious. I don't care. Another time. I took the lady books out and I'm like, let's try something like different. And so I don't think we were in Eastwood, but we might've been in Cabramatta, which is Vietnam. So Eastwood is Korean. Cabramatta, Cabramatta is, is Vietnamese. Where I had That's where it was. Yeah. I think it was. Yeah. Vietnamese. And we literally had a waitress usher us out. So there was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. there was 20 tables in this place and there was only two tables filled. And I was just standing there looking at the menu and the lady books was like looking around going, where the fuck are we? And, and I'm like, well, let's just, tr- let's, I, I said, we'll just park and we'll just walk around and we'll find something to eat, you know, let's be adventurous. And the waitress came up and said, oh, I'm sorry, uh, you're, you're looking for a place? And I'm like, yeah, I'm just looking at the menu. And she, and she put her hand on my back and ushered me to the door and she got, maybe this place not for you. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, maybe this is a place and not for you. Oh, for you. Like, oh, okay, thanks. And and that makes sense because she's like, <laughs> like if you, okay, if whatever. You, if you understood, like you already know what you want before you walk in. Like, yeah. yeah. Well, I, I mean, I did have like a hundred bucks to blow that day, and I was like, okay, well, I'll give someone else my money. I don't care. And that's fine. You know, that's exactly. Good. I don't have a problem with that. All right, whatever. Yeah. You know, yeah, well, if gosh, that's the way you want to roll, they're I'll probably not going to. Yeah, yeah. I'd rather go to a place that wants to feed me. You no. know, I'm not going to sit here out of. See, people would get, um, you know, they would have like a moral kind of uprising within themselves at that point and go, how dare you? I'm here. And it's like, well, it's their place. They, if they don't want you there, who, who the fuck yeah. are you to decide you want yeah, to stay? You know? I'm with you. <laughs> so I'm with you. Never had a problem with that stuff, you know. I'm gonna, I, just remember, I just remember I got a story time from this week, but it's sure. fucking pretty but late. That's, pretty uh, late. Uh, just to add, that's what makes it so special because, like, I was the garbage man going to this place in Eastwood at yeah, 1 100%. o'clock in the morning. They loved me because it was like yeah. no no other garbage man is stopping on the road and running in and grabbing a takeaway. And like, oh, Mr. Yeah. Garbage Man, oh, you know. And they were giving me the good stuff. 
They were happy. Yeah, but you have to earn your way in, don't you? You have to. Which is fair enough. Yeah, yeah, you can't be uh, flashing the pan. Just you know. No, that's it. Yeah, I'm not a tourist, man. I'm here for the long haul. Ah, Give me the good shit. That's it. Okay. Story time. I like Uh, stories uh, about no, no, no. I I was like, it's pretty bit too late for the story time. We talked about it before. The uh, the issue with trying to hand people my money. Mm. I'm now at year two trying to get a handyman in my area. Two years. Two years. I feel like it's uh, it's a long story, so I feel like I'm going to save it for next week's show. Jesus. Two so years. Let's close, let's close the story. Because the, the fucking, there was I like stories about pinatas. Developments this week that feels like it needs a longer story time, not appropriate for 11.30 Australian Eastern okay. Standard Time. Well, let's have a quick look at Mang Chi then. Let's look at Mang Chi. Let's, we're going to end on a good note. Yes. So pork blood with mixture of noodles and seasonings. It tastes a little bit like French pâté, and uh, texture is very soft, and kind of seasoning a little salty. And outside, the case is chewy. Chewy. Just, uh, you can go to Korean market, Korean grocery store. All of her ingredients are like, you have to go to a Korean grocery store. <laughs> you have to go to a yeah. Korean market. That and is the thing with the Asians. To... Like, I, yeah. you know, we, we all know this here in Australia because we have so many Asians here. But they will, they only do business with each other, right? So yeah. if... If there's a really good like Korean restaurant or a Japanese restaurant or whatever, they buy only from the Japanese grocer. And the Japanese yep. grocer is probably their brother-in-law or something. And the Japanese grocer only uses the Japanese importer. And so mm-hmm. they own, they keep everything in-house. Whereas, you yep. know, the Aussies will be like, yeah, we'll just get ingredients from wherever. We don't give a fuck wherever. where it comes yep. from. But they will only get the ingredients from their kind of pre-approved ethnically, um, you know, streamlined logistical fucking supply lines. You know what I mean? They only it's go. Also, it's also very obscure ingredients often from these Korean grocers. Like, don't get me wrong, blood sausage is something you can probably buy from a few different butchers, yep. uh, which is not as obscure. So there used to be a Scottish and... butcher shop in St. Mary's, Greener, that used to sell yeah, yeah, Scottish yeah. blood sausage. We saw blood sausage at the deli I worked at, mm-hmm. and I looked at it and I'm like, this is fucking rank. Who's buying that? Yeah. And occasionally you get some Koreans. It's no, good with no bacon Korean. and eggs and, you know. Yeah, it, it works. I didn't never understood who was buying it, but people bought it and that's all fine. But then there's other ingredients where they're like, where the fuck did this come from? Like, this is just random, like, mm. obscure shrimp paste that has to be a particular kind of like, <laughs> yeah. what? Yeah. Like, surely I can buy shrimp paste from somewhere else. Yeah. Um, but yeah, nonetheless, yeah, blood sausage you can buy anywhere. Check out the frozen section. And because it is. It's actually like you think it's disgusting, but then the first time I tried it, I was. I had a Scottish, you know, Scottish person cook it for me. And I was like, "Mm, it's fucking delicious. It's just salty and nice and good. Good hangover food, actually. With that said, like, yeah, any sausage you eat is probably full of a whole bunch of rank shit you don't want to eat regardless. Nah, that's not true. That's not true anymore, honestly. No, as, as a former like, butcher, I can tell you that that was no, true no, no, like as in, in the like, 60s. You know, they put a lot of preservatives no, and so, shit in it. But not so not much preservatives, but like high fat contents and, and whatnot. Like, no, that's what you get in the blood that, It's like. Even that's not true. There are there's certain rules now. So sausages can only have, like, they have to be like 85% meat in Australia or something ridiculous like there's that. There's so much fat in Well, I don't know. Well, the, the, no, my local butcher. Yeah. That, my local butcher doesn't adhere to it, but in a good way. <laughs> Because yeah. I'm like, there's so much fat in these sausages. It just seeps out. It's fucking amazing. They're the best uh, sausages I love ever. those ones. Um, yeah. 
Baz used to yeah, call it. Yeah, it's not a crack at him. I'm like, no. his sausage is the best, but there's so much fat in these bad boys. They were always Baz's favorite sausages. So, mum mm. used to buy um, like the thin kind of Germany kind of type sausages. And yeah. Bazzy, you know, he obviously wasn't German like mum was. And he would say, like, <laughs> what are you buying this shit for? And she's like, what ones do you want? And I remember vividly him saying to her once, like while he's eating this kind of skinny German sausage, which is, again, it's not correct because most German really sausages German are sausages fat and big. big ones, and right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She, she was buying like continental, was yeah. continental sausages. Yeah. Continental sausages. Like skinny and stuff. Spice and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he would like, he, he said to her, I just want fucking Aussie bangers. And I said to him, what's... <laughs> What's an Aussie banger? And he said, the "I want a big one." He said, "I want to bite into it and have the fat dribble down my chin." Hundred <laughs> oh, percent. That's the sausage I'm talking about. Yeah. It's not, like I said, he when was I was a cultured that, man now, Baz. When I was saying that comment, <laughs> it wasn't a criticism. That right. is what I imagine of a sausage. I'm like, yeah. I want it like where I bite into it, it's fucking fat spitting out everywhere. Spitting. Like I feel. Yeah. I want my barbecue though. I don't feel the need to put grease on it the next time I cook because yeah. I've still got the fat from the last sausage. <laughs> yeah, that black on it shit. Yeah. And already, and already lubricate. No, it's not black. <laughs> it's fat. It's like a yellow. It's beautiful. <laughs> I got like a layer of yellow shit on my barbecue and I'm like, that's last that sausage. This is amazing. This is so good. That's what I'm trying to achieve here. So I'm, I'm all in on these fucking black sausages. Because I feel like they're what a fucking big fat sausage should be. Okay, well, let's have a look. So they're blood sausages. Let's see what she's doing. To, okay, we've got to prep the noodles. I'm not a noodle guy at Made all. Made of starches. Sweet potatoes. I'm definitely not a noodle man. You can well, she puts I, the noodles I love in pasta the... and I don't like noodles. It's fine. She puts the noodles in boiling water. She pulls them out. She rinses them up with water to get okay. the starch off. We move on. Prep the veggies. Large green onion, but you guys can use it. That's not a green regular, onion. It's a leek. regular green onions. That's probably what they call I them. this 10 minutes. So the leeks are called green onions? Just okay, cook it in the bag. Oh, right. Okay. There you go. There's meat and boiling water, Grant. That that doesn't look good. I am a cabbage fiend. I love but once my again, cabbage. Didn't didn't I say that if you put meat in boiling water, it's got to be in a bag, right? You did actually, yes. Nice yeah. Gary. Green onion. That's not a green onion, that's a fucking that's a leek. Borderline actually, shallot, Greeno. No, that that is actually a fucking big shallot. And this is that doesn't look like a leek. No. My apologies onions. to Manchi. So that's a shallot. Some big boy fucking shallots. So I'm going yeah. to use a kind of. A that's leek size. I need more shallots and spring onions in my life. I've decided. Next Mate, time I do I a fucking, rice dish, I'm going to do. I'm going to throw like a kilo of fucking spring onions in the thing. You know. I. I go through like fucking twenty eight spring onions a week. Yeah, I, I, it's something I always walk past spring at the fruit shop, man. Yeah. I'm, I need more spring onions in my rotation. I started growing those bad boys just because, like, yeah, how'd they buying. go? They're not good. easy, yeah, are good, they? Yeah, good, good, good. Okay. No, easy as, man. I haven't are thought they? about them. Like, oh, okay. Water them. Oh, I go yeah. out, I've tried natural onions, like normal brown onions. They're kind no, of tricky. No, natural onions, no, that's no good. Yeah. Spring onions, like shallots, beautiful, man. They yeah. sprout up. Yeah. I cut them. I come back, like, three months later. Oh, they yeah. re-sprout they, they again. Re- yeah. I regrew them. I thought, oh, they're dead. And then I came back and I'm like, oh, where did the shallots come from? Yeah, yeah. I do love shallots. Like with rice and like, have you ever had a fried rice without shallots in it? Uh, I don't like fried rice, but I. You know what I, I'm I saying? Like it, rice and shallots like go a, hand in hand. You know, It's a, it's a necessity. Like, yeah, yeah you need your, your ham, your corn. That's what my rice, rice has been missing, I think. Yeah. Is it? it needs a shallot, 100%. Yeah. Different. So first. 
Now, what the fuck is that? Some weird Korean lettuce? That looks like a cabbage. That looks like a white cabbage. That's there not white. Told you. It's fuck, green. Man. No, this shit she is she's chopping now. She just said it was a cabbage. Go back literally eight seconds. Okay, it doesn't look like cabbage to me. It's cabbage leaves, mate. Yeah. Nah, fuck. Cabbage that dark does not belong in anything, I don't think. I like the no, nice you, white. You burn it. Yeah. No, you, you burn it in a stir fry. Onions, we need around a half cup. Half cup. Half a cup. Uh, Jacko in the chat said, I do things to her I wouldn't do to a farm animal. <laughs> so he's digging Manchi. Uh, like, I'm. Okay, let's. let's we're going to need to get a wide shot on Manchi. Yeah. I kind of. Well, I don't know what cook. Jacko's age. She can cook. I don't know what Jacko's age is. Yeah. But I feel like, you know, taste in women changes as you get older. Asian chicks age really well, man. I'm I'm kinda I'm kinda half digging man she. Yeah. As like a middle aged man. I'm I'm kinda oh, I'm with Jacko. Yeah. I mean she presents she obviously she okay, here's the thing. She cares about her appearance. She's got a fascinator. Yeah. She, yeah. you know, she, you know, looks after herself. She's probably yeah. in her fifties, I reckon. But I Asian, think she's fifty, yeah. Asian that's, women that's have this, they have this weird thing where they're young, 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 and then instantly like elderly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like they don't, they don't naturally go old like yeah. the rest of us do. They, no. they yeah. look 20 years younger until they don't, and then they look 20 years older. Older. Yeah. And slice this, all these vegetables and noodles salt. Manchi has very small hands. She does. And I don't see a ring on those fingers. It's nice, Gary. <laughs> It's, uh, the She's married hands, to the food, Greeno. That's why. That's it. The, the small hands does make the penis look bigger. Yeah. I reckon she'd Just bang like the guns on a battleship. <laughs> she'd, she'd bang like an outhouse door in a fucking tornado. <laughs> and for this amount. So you need to follow this ingredient amount really, really tightly. Otherwise, a blend or too salty, right? Two Jacko in the chat huh? said she's a pleaser. No, let me let me fix your pronunciation. She's a pleaser. Riff to praise. Two tablespoons gochukaru. Gochukaru. Two tablespoons. That looks like a, a pretty hardcore chili spice. That looked there. very hardcore chili spice, didn't it? Like that's that's a lot of dried chili Oof, there. Yeah. That's gonna be a ring burner, I guarantee it. Gochukaru. Can you have you got Google handy, Greeno? Can you look at what uh, gochukaru yeah, is? You're referring to me as Jamie if you want me to search it. Jamie. Uh, kuchu. <laughs> Pull that shit up, Jamie. Kuchikaru. <laughs> oh, that's a. Oh no, it's a German restaurant. Hang on, what's going on here? What? It's a German Korean restaurant, is it? Kuchikaru. Oh, Kuchu. Oh, got you. Sorry, I was looking. Kuchu. Got you. Uh, my uncle. Uh, got you Oh, here we go. It's a chili powder spice. Oh man, this is a red chili powder made for Korean dishes. Yeah. Uh, so let's have a look. What's in, what's involved in this bag? Looks like boy? there's some seeds or something in there. Oh, it's all fucking like dried chili and shit. What's this white uh, stuff in there? All right, uh, premium red pepper flakes from 100% sun-dried natural red pepper. So the white stuff is chili seeds. Ah, uh, okay. So it's all like ingredients. Just red 100%, pepper, 100%, 100%. Yeah, red pepper, 100%. So it's like your, your peanut butter from mm, last week. Mm. That is all just fucking chilling around down mm. after it's been dried. Mm. Which sounds delicious, but that is going to be hot as fuck. Yeah. What's it? Is it? 
it doesn't get hotter once it's dried though. It gets less hot. It does, man. Does like it? if you take if you take half a chili yeah. and let it dry like eat it as is it and then hotter, let that chili dry out. When you eat those seeds and that chili are like a week seeds, later, I can see, it's yeah. mad hotter. Okay, it's super yeah. hotter. I don't really, so I don't a, really mess with dry chili. I just always use fresh chili. So I'm, I guess mm, I, I don't know, really know. That is going to have such an intense heat. Like yeah, if you buy, you ever buy dried chili flakes? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I use them those sparingly. Things. That's what I mean. I've like never really have, noticed the heat. I use it you more have a, for the taste. You you have a, yeah, hundred percent. You have a sprinkle of that. Yeah. That thing is like having free chili. So yeah, right. I've never really. The more yeah. you dry out a chili, the more heat you're going to get. I know that if you, because I used to grow my own chilies, like my own habaneros and stuff, and I yeah, know that if same, you, yeah. you starve them of water, um, like you you don't water them like you wouldn't water a normal plant, and yeah. what that does is that makes it hotter, it makes the heat more in, more intense because like whatever yeah. tiny little moisture it's got, it just tries to force it all Stucks to the fruit. it in and dries it all out. Yeah. yeah. So that thing is going to be hot as Like hell. you don't water a chili plant like until like the leaves are basically like wilted. Chili right there. You don't water a chili plant until the leaves are like wilted and basically falling off. And then you give it a little splash of water. You know, you, you really fucking torture a chili plant to make it hot, you know. <laughs> Poor chili plants. They don't get to drink. Soy sauce. We need a kind of a sweetener. So I'm using rice syrup. Rice, rice syrup. syrup. Two tablespoons. It's very thick. Oh, rice syrup. Yeah. Okay. What were you thinking? I don't think I've ever... That may be an ingredient I haven't used. I've used no. so many different ingredients. I think I've used rice syrup. Black pepper. Asian cuisine is its own fucking subcategory of food. Like oh, They've got their own thing got, going on, you know? I've got an insane amount of Asian cookbooks and I use so many random ingredients mm. that it sit in my cupboard forever and I'm like, I'm never going to use this again. Yep. Rice syrup is not one of them. Yeah, right. So it's not in... <laughs> didn't we discover how many... You've got... So you've got nine different kinds of vinegar. But no rice yeah. syrup. You need to correct that. No rice syrup. No. <laughs> I've got a mirin. I've got a, uh, what's the other Japanese kind of thing? Mirin and sake. Sorry. Sake. I've got that. I've got nine different types of vinegar. Uh, I've got a tea. Yeah. Plenty of different things. You don't cook sake though. You drink it. No, no. Sake goes in, like, I use it for Asian juice. Okay. You're supposed to just like drink Japanese. it though. Like, get no, pissed. like Japanese uh, cooking sake. Um, ah, Japanese. You noodle. can probably drink yeah. that too <laughs> if you want. I probably to. could, but I'm not that poor. <laughs> yeah, cook it. Yeah. I'm not paying $99 for a case of beer. It's no, okay. You drink the sake and then you eat the sushi off the geisha girl, Greener. I think mm. that's Japanese cuisine, isn't it? Maybe. About a half teaspoon. Hefty. Why are you putting pepper already yes. into that fucking oh, fuck, It's going to be hot as fuck. Oh, man. That is here. so hot. I can feel my ring burning right now. Yeah. Quarter cup. So total, three quarter cup. Half okay. Cup. Water? Water will help cup. a little bit. Three quarters of a cup of water. Oh, mm. that still looks pretty spicy. Yeah, it does. It's okay. so red. It's oh, like that, it's this so red. That, that actually I'm looks delicious. Slice this into bite-sized pieces. Okay. This is the blood sausage? Yep. That's very phallic, now, doesn't now, it? let's well, let's just pause it right there for for Jack to have his moment. Anyway, yeah, let's go have a look at the size of Munchie's hand yeah. on that. <laughs> oh, that was that was too. I, I said she, I said she had small hands. Oh, that's oh yeah. That's one hand per half sausage. 
They're only small oh, sausages too. Oh man, that's a pretty big sausage. <laughs> man, she is half hand per sausage must ratio. Be, must be nearly midnight. Look <laughs> at it, soft, nice. soft and a flexible. And a flexible. <laughs> Watch out when uh, Munchie. Oh no! This, no, is, this is not going to. This is <laughs> no. not going to work. This is Please. very Lorena Bobbitt territory here. This is no good. <laughs> very sharp knife. Oh! Oh no! Oh, <laughs> she likes Jewish men, Munchie. <laughs> like this, I put some water here, so not too. Looks steamy. like rice, doesn't it? Like this size. Yeah, it does. Size. Like. That's actually a very well-formed sausage, to be fair. Mm. Like you're as a former butcher. Just like when I that is slice. What you want when you, with your if you're making a sausage is that nice solid consistency inside the tube, correct? Yeah, yeah. No, you can tell she's using she's using an actual pig gut like uh, casing. There, yeah, you can tell. As and well. also that that knife is a professional fucking chef's knife because that thing is cutting through that skin beautifully. Yep. It's my gimpa, and. Just clean my knife like this. Like it is. Yeah, it's a good knife, that one. She's being very gentle with it. She's sawing at it. Um, yeah. But which is the reason want, she's doing that, slice. yeah, normally you want to slice thing in, in one hit, but one she's hit, yeah, sawing at it because back. it's very delicate and it would all squeeze out and be weird if she just kind of smashed through it. So. Yeah, fickle. She's being like very gentle. But once again, a very well-formed sausage. So this butcher has done a good job. Yeah. Okay. They do close-ups on this uh, on this uh, channel. Once again, very phallic. This yeah. this particular sausage. I don't. I, I don't feel that. Like Stop frying. There's a need to show every slice. Of <laughs> she the does. They're thorough, Greener. They're a thorough people. <laughs> the Greens. Then just use these noodles more, six ounce or eight ounce noodles. And then you make a really nice spicy noodles. Okay. Right? The stir fried noodles. And around a quarter cup, I'm using extra virgin olive oil. Okay. It's a lot cup. of oil, isn't it? It's a lot of oil. Yeah, but a lot of that's going to absorb. I feel like there's going to be a lot of fat coming out of the sausage, though. And a lot of garlic. Oh. Jesus. That's onion. No, that's garlic, man. It's onion. That's garlic. She said, go back. She, she said, said onion, garlic. She? And then garlic first. Garlic oh, first. My apologies. Sorry, book. You can tell it's Sorry. chopped garlic, man. That looks like a, almost like a, a leek, a spring onion, but my apologies. Cabbage. Look at big chunky leaves. It's okay. Haha. <laughs> <laughs> the little. The little uh, captions she puts up is fucking hilarious. Right, so it's good. It smells good. Onion. Okay. Green I feel onion. like the onion should have gone in before the cabbage, to be fair. Green chili pepper. Yeah. Well, that's a all spicy. Jalapeno, there. yeah. That's, that's fucking pretty, pretty spicy, that. Keeps all the seeds in, that's my girl. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be spicy as fuck. This is going to be a ring burner, I guarantee it. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, Jesus. Oh, yeah, I, that's... Watching this, though, I've discovered I, I do need a proper walk. I need a, a walk walk. See, I was, I was literally having this uh, conversation the other day. We've got a uh, electric Cast iron walk, one I'd want. and then like a proper, 
And then we got a cast iron wok. Yeah. And I, since I learned how to cook, I've never well, used the electric one. No, you like, Why is this sitting in my cupboard? Like, Fuck it's just it wasting my it time. Yeah. yeah, I need to. Oh, this is going to be hot. It's going to be so spicy. <laughs> spicy and look at delicious. <laughs> See? Without, without, without Sunday. Wow, it looks spicy. See? Spicy for looks delicious. It's also good. That looks hot as fuck. I'm too excited, maybe. <laughs> oh. Bang Chi. I'm too excited, maybe. Oh, <laughs> I'm going to serve this in my cast iron pot kind of this is the lid. Ah, so she's going to heat the... So it's going to be sizzling too. No, and... this is smart because she's going to put the fucking hot sausage in there. Yeah, she's That's gonna be a sizzling thing. It's gonna be presented sizzling to the pl- to the table. Fuck mm-hmm. yeah! I will reheat to make it sizzle. Sizzle. Noodles are look at that, really delicious, and shiny. And then add Sunday. Oh yeah, yep. So add Sunday. And turn down the heat to medium, and just be careful and not to. See what I mean? She's very careful with those sausages. Don't squish them. Don't squish them. But it has to be mingled with this seasoning. God, it looks delicious, but it's so spicy. I'd give it a crack. It's done. And then sizzling on the hot pot. Yeah. Oh, that noise. Oh. My goodness. My goodness. Yep. This is a trickekaru. So well with the trickekaru. About. And with seed shit, like a sesame seed, yeah. a Korean sesame seed, I guess. Crushed seeds, and yeah. Sesame oil. Oh, that, that, that looks pretty fucking good, to it be does, fair. It does, yeah. Here you go. Sundebokum, spicy stir fried blood sausage. With a Let's Korean beer. At home. Let's taste non alcoholic beer. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boo. Cheers, everybody. This is why Manchi has got like 1.6 million subscribers. Yeah. She's, she's, she's adorable. Okay. This is some good shit. Yeah. Not too spicy for her. Mm. Mm. <laughs> so kind of juicy and spicy and also crispy vegetables and noodle chewy noodles this is a perfect combination i love that so you guys make this and have a party <laughs> yes make it and have a party have a party i will have a party thank you Bang Chi. this is the way we should end the episode now make it and have a party have a party. We're going to end every episode with a Manchi clip. Yeah. Okay. Because Manchi's way better than what we put on. <laughs> not much. This show's been gone for three hours. Holy man. shit. All right. It's time to wrap it up. It's, been, it's definitely time to wrap it up. Ah, uh, we got no plugs. No plugs. Thanks for joining us. Bye bye. <laughs> we'll always be bosom buddies, friends, sisters, and pals. 
We'll always be bosom buddies. If life should reject you, there's me to protect you. If I say that your tongue is vicious, if I call you uncouth, it's simply that who else but a bosom buddy will sit down and tell you the truth?